Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, T-Rex. What's up? Jake Ellenberger. Yes. Oh man, it's been a crazy, crazy last uh, last week was crazy. I had I had I had seven shows, uh, seven comedy shows, three auditions to lead on TV shows, which I hope I hope I get. It's not looking that good right now, but we just have to just have to keep plugging away. Um, I, I had a show in Princeton, New Jersey. I had to fly to Maryland. Uh, me and Shang had a show. Uh, Shang, who was here before, the guy who said he could beat Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Shang was an hour and 45 minutes late. So I had to do an hour and 45 minutes on stage at a, at a, communi- at a uh, community college, bef- but holding the crowd. That was in Maryland? That was in Maryland. How late was uh, it? Harford County? He was, he was an hour and 45 minutes 40 minutes late, and I just went. It was great. I was actually having a blast up there, and you just keep flowing. Just keep flowing, and That's awesome. messing with the crowd, and you know, doing a lot of. Anybody have any questions? You know, answering everyone's questions. How many people were there? It was about a hundred people of all shapes and sizes. You know, like we had older people. Isosceles. Isosceles. <laughs> yeah, we had some. We had this like younger kid that was with his mom. The kid was like fifteen, and but the, it was like with the mom and then like the dad. But it wasn't. It was like the stepdad. So then I was like, oh, this is the guy banging your mom, and, and he was like, he was the kid was laughing, and the mom was laughing, and she started complaining about the father. It was one of those like. Right. Just, it was a fun. Great show, and then uh, Princeton was great, and sold out Princeton, New Jersey, and then Providence, and you then sold I, out all of Princeton, New Jersey. Yes, I sold out the four <laughs> everybody people. from there. Yes, and then I, but then it was like it was like twenty hours of driving, on top of Jesus. on top of like fifteen hours of flying, seven shows, three auditions, and the uh, the, the uh, thought police coming at me on the internet. So it's been uh, it was a it was crazy. a uh, a crazy week. It was a, a crazy week, but uh, but it was good. It was it was. You know, you got to just hang in there. You know, to me, show business uh, and stand-up comedy business, especially, it's like if I was if I would equate it to fighting, it's like you're in a fight and you win maybe a, a couple rounds could, here and yeah, there. I was gonna say some rounds. Just a couple rounds, you land some punches, but you're basically just getting punched in the face, uh, and it's <laughs> and there's no limits to how many rounds it goes. <laughs> right. But you finally win because the other guy breaks his hand, and that's exactly how my career has been. I just on gotta, your face? <laughs> yes, just breaking the hand on my face, just having to hang in there and keep writing and and stay focused and not listening to the haters and reminding myself and having a mantra of like just keep going, just keep going, Don't just listen. keep swimming. Just, just keep, keep yes. swimming. That's exactly. Uh, so anyway, how was your week, Jake? <laughs> it was good. It was good. Just a lot. last week was a lot of a lot of training, a lot of structuring the next uh, eight weeks. But it was good. Nice. Yeah, I, just, I, I pretty much just relaxed this weekend. So how's your uh, leg? It's good. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. So yeah, that was that was the good news. We kind of had a little breakthrough this last week and, and uh, finished it Friday with sparring and uh, we did six rounds and, and it was uh, it was who good. Did you, who did you spar with? Um, Rafael Dos Anjos, um, Benny, uh, quite a few guys at Kings. Uh, now, Dos Anjos, didn't he say that he's fighting Khabib, right? He is. And now he didn't, Dos Anjos, say that he's going to prove that 
uh, like jujitsu is better than uh, what, what is it, sambo or something? What, what, what was the? There was some kind of there was <laughs> some kind sure. of thing going on. Like, did he say something? like I that? I think I'm it was sure. yeah. There was like some kind of yeah. Forgot exactly what the quote was. Mm. DJ, if you could look that up, but uh, in his yeah, in his broke English. Yeah, they're talking. They're talking. Broke English. They're talking smack to each other. <laughs> uh, but uh, how's Dos Anjos look? Good man. He he he's he looks great. He's uh, he guy's always in the gym. He's just one of those gym rats. Lives in there. Um, it, for him, he just needs to like you know you, you need to kind of like pull back a little bit, listen to your body. But he's good. It's good. I think he can absolutely win this fight. He could beat Khabib. I do. I think he could. And how is he? A guy like Khabib who's grappling. I mean, the guy wrestled with a bear at one point. I mean, literally <laughs> wrestled with a bear. Uh, a guy like that who's grappling. It just a chubby seems gay like man. It's yeah. not a whole. No, not a chubby. An actual. Not an actual oh, bear. Not, an actual bear. Not a, a that kind of a bear. But <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe he did that too. But what, the video is of him. I mean, how does a guy like that? How do you? Do you, do you guys, uh, you know, emulate that kind of uh, opponent form? You know, I, I think a lot of it too comes down to just the, your mentality, the way you, the way you approach it. Um, that, you know, they see they see fighting is so mental, and it really is. Like if you come from like a, a sports psychologist background, it's like however you know how you think, how you think you're gonna do, you know, is, is really what's gonna happen. So, and if if you believe you're gonna you're gonna win this fight, your chances of winning are obviously a lot more. But he absolutely believes he can win this fight, and in uh, not even, he's not so worried about what Khabib's going to do. He's more focused on what he's going to do. You know, so it's it's uh, it kind of changes the mindset a little bit. That's a, a t- tall order, man. No one wanted to fight Khabib. Khabib is it. like looking unbeatable. But I hope Dos Anjos wins. I'm I'm on Team Rain. Anybody <laughs> that you train with, I am going to root for. Now, uh, how was your week? Oh, it was T-Rex? cool, man. It was just a lot of family stuff. Um, did a couple of shows. You have a lot of family, so that makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, between my daughter's basketball practices and my son's hockey practices and my other daughter's figure skating, it's busy. I'm at the ice rink like a lot of the time. Figure skating? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> my five-year-old daughter figure skates. My three-year-old son started playing hockey, so he had two practices on Saturday, and I skated the second one with him. Well, I you played. were a hockey player, right? Yeah. You played yep. in college? I played through my college years. I didn't play for a college. I was tra- on a travel team that went all over the world playing, and getting our ass beat a lot of the time. But it was Were you a lot the only fun. black guy on the team? A lot of the time I was the only black dude in the, in the entire arena. Really? <laughs> yeah. Except for the dude selling peanuts. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was um, one of the only black dudes there. It was a lot of fun. That's how I like... Um, I put a picture of my son in the locker room the other day up on Facebook, and another comedian um, said, you know, a black kid playing hockey, good luck with all that. Oh, God. Right, and I'm like, really? And it was a black Someone dude said that said it. Yeah, it was a bla- another black oh, dude, though, man. and I was, like, I was like, really? I mean, the chances of my son getting a scholarship to play ice hockey is probably a lot more than your son who plays football. Yeah. You know, because you were going up against 30,000 kids, 30,000 other kids playing football, black kids playing football. I saw that picture. I thought your kid was lost, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He just ended up in a hockey locker room. Where's yeah. the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> but that's good, man. That, yeah. That's good. It was, uh, and then uh, any, uh, well, you, you're married, so you got yeah. no, no tail. And then uh, the <laughs> standard answer for, actually, someone got mad at me on the internet. They're like, please stop asking Jake if he gets laid. He obviously just doesn't want to talk about it. And, uh, but somebody got <laughs> mad. Uh, yeah, they got mad at me. They're like, it's very it's, awkward. But, it's but I think it's. Awkward. Was it Joe? <laughs> was it Joe Ellenberger? <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe probably wants me to ask. Joe him. would start telling stories. Yeah, don't tweet Joe anymore. Really? What, what are some of Joe's stories about you? Oh, well, he knows everything about me, so I, I, I would be afraid to, to see what he had to say. 
So, but back to the question: Did any 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 dates this week? Any tales oh, weekend, man, then, Jakey? I'm not. I'm boring. I, I'm when I'm in tra- when I'm in training mode. And so I'm that, focused. So is that what it is? Like you're just trying to save up all your testosterone. You don't want to waste it. No, you know that just takes a lot of energy and a lot of work, and I'm just. Well, that's why you get it over with in like three minutes, like like Adam and I. <laughs> yes. With no energy spent. Not at all. <laughs> Me and the and the uh, dancing bear. Wait. So now. No, but seriously, so are you are you one of those guys that doesn't have sex before fights because you believe that women weaken legs and the whole thing? No, you know that. I mean, that's just a personal preference, but um, I'm not I, not real. I mean, I don't I don't believe that. No, but I'm I don't know. I'm just I'm just, I'm just kind of boring when I'm training. You know, it's just that's just the lifestyle. He's but, not interested in the mind games. Yes, that go through. When yeah, you're and so, you know, so many. That's what makes prostitution women so fantastic. <laughs> Just a, it's 30, a, it, 40 it bucks. is. It, it sounds bad, but a lot of 30, 40 bucks. It, you don't know, know where I go. Go to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Those old bags don't complain. <laughs> What's he talking about? Prostitution. Whoa. But, okay. But, okay. Sorry. But, no, Sorry, Jake. I, I I was like trying to figure. <laughs> no. So so Jake. All right. So you obviously Jake, you're not dealing with any women. You, you want to get the woman out of your yeah, life. No distractions. Nice. I'm actually. I, I got I'm dating this 42 year old. Ex playmate, uh, and uh, I think she's coming to Vegas this week. I think it might be, no a, little, might be a little more serious. Really? She's a cool girl, she's smart, fun, cool. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, a little older, which is good for me because I'm. Zakugi. She's well, she's more of a uh, mountain lion. Oh, saber tooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so I'm excited about this one. I, she's, you never know. I, mean, I just think, uh, you know, women are. Um, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, Women can be a distraction. You're absolutely right. It's hard sometimes when you're dating like three or four girls. You have to pick one, you know, because mm. you never know which one to, to go with, but, which is the – but eventually, I don't know, it all comes through. But, now, I, but yeah, I'm, I'm dating this girl, and uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Now, UFC 170. Let's get into Hold that. Hold on. Don't brush over the 42-year-old thing now. Have you got yeah. any yet? Of course. Yeah. So th- is it like a wizard sleeve down there? Or? A wizard sleeve? <laughs> <laughs> Was it like a wizard? Yeah, I like made a wish. He had to get a Swiffer out and dust it. Yeah. And no, blow it off like an old record. Wizard. A wizard, yeah, like an old record. It was Yeah, I was finding I was finding buried treasure down there. It was unbelievable. I like pulled out soupy sails. So no one's gonna get that reference. Soupy sales. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean it was one of the yeah, I mean she look, the forty two isn't that old. Well you're you're seventy. I don't understand. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. What are you talking about? So is there a future with this potential forty uh, two? Well, uh, forty two years old, not much. <laughs> yeah, I still only got a couple years left. <laughs> One foot in the grave, huh? You're yeah, on a rollerblade. It was crazy. We went out to dinner and I thought I was paying the check, it was her will. <laughs> so, the future i think there's a yeah she's a, That's awesome. who knows i mean 42 is look i'm 35 so it's only seven years I mean, yeah. it's not like you know it's just one of those things so uh yeah i, th- I think there's a future <clears throat> of course why not you why know? not yeah, you know, we're going to... Ex-Playmate, too, that's hot. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. It was back when Playboy was in black, black and white. Black and white, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, all right, UFC 170, Ronda versus McMahon. Uh, we'll talk about the main event. Was that fight stopped too early? Um, my personal thoughts, look, I'm a Herb Dean fan. Mm-hmm. I like Herb Dean. I think he's a great ref. I think he's one of the best refs. Him and Big John, I think, are the two best refs. I think that that you're right. I think you're right. Favorite Mazagadi. 
Kim, Kim Winslow. Winslow. Yeah. Yeah. Kim Winslow's up there. I think that Herb Dean is now in in his head. I think that Uriah Faber yeah. thing yeah. of him stopping that, all the the because he's so used to being the best referee and everyone mm-hmm. praising him and everyone came down on him from about the Uriah Faber stoppage because of the thumbs up that he didn't see and this and that. So the Mike Pyle fight, I thought was stopped too late. That fight, when he was, DJ Wahlberger was out. I mean, out. Yeah, yeah. And he let him take way too much unnecessary punishment. Mm-hmm. This fight, I think, was stopped a tad bit too early. Mm-hmm. I think Sarah McMahon is such a wrestler that she got into referee's position after she got hit. I mean, mm-hmm. she basically put all fours down. And I look, that liver shot, can you prepare for that? No. I mean, are people hitting you in the gym with that? Probably not. Jake, you're our fighting expert. What are your thoughts? <laughs> You know, two things with this fight. It kind of, it kind of reiterates the point of I'm glad I'm not one of the refs, and people have to understand like, yeah, that's his. You know, his our safety is their number one concern. So it's like, you can always, you know, 2020 hindsight, you can always look back and say, oh, it could have been a little bit, a little early, a little late. But you know, he saw Sarah McMahon drop. It was his reaction. So you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it was. I'm glad I'm not a ref. Not you know, a ref. That's a tough position to be in, but. I don't think it was an unjust call. Do you think possibly it wasn't an unjust call? And after watching it, I could I could understand that. I think that Sarah's reaction after it was stopped was that she kept fighting. Ronda did back off because it was stopped. So it was sort of like, would mm-hmm. she have kept fighting had had you not backed off? There is an element though of with women fighters, our refs sometimes either trying to prove a point like. Big John was saying with Kim Winslow not stopping the cyborg versus Jan Finney, I believe, that fight and letting that go on to because to prove that girls can take the punishment. Or it seemed like in some ways, if you look at what Mike Pyle was doing to Wahlberger and what Ronda was doing to Sarah McMahon, maybe he's a little bit too compassionate because it's a female and he doesn't want to see a female get hurt. I don't know if Herb has daughters or whatever it is. Sure. You know, is there a matter of like, well, you know, if it was a guy, you know, would he let it go? I mean, and also, the fact is, when girls are wearing those those outfits, uh, like Sarah was wearing that, like, what was it, sort of like a... Compression shirt. A compression shirt. Mm-hmm. If she wasn't wearing that, would he have, I mean, it would have you not been able to... Like, I think that didn't help in some ways, because it's just a... It's, it's odd watching a person wear a compression shirt in the octagon. Mm-hmm. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's different, you know? You know so, the, the other thing, too, I think the reality is, is especially in main events, you know, there's so yeah. much buildup, people are looking forward to this main event fight in... Even the Uriah Faber fight, when it stopped, I think people are more like, "Oh, the fight's over, the card's over." It's like, listen, at the end of the day, uh, it's the re- you know it's referee's discretion when the fight stops. So that's what I was upset about, though, is the fact that it went that way, and mm-hmm. that you know I wanted to see someone give Ronda a run for her money, and I thought that Sarah McMahon was going to be the one to do it, and for it to stop like that, I was like, "Are you serious? Come sure. on!" A lot of people, a lot of people don't <laughs> is like it, is Ronda. Is it disappointment that the fight's over, or is it that it was a disappointment that the fight was over? I wasn't really. I mean. Was she going to come back from that liver shot? It's a good question. I don't know. But yeah, I think maybe if it would have went another like five or ten seconds, we would have been able to find out if Ronda mm-hmm. was going to pounce mm-hmm. and just like destroy her. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I would have let it go maybe like five or ten more seconds to see if she was going to be able to get back up. You know, but- H- Henner Gracie made a good point after this whole controversy started. He said if it had it, I- I'm sorry, I think it was Eve Torres. I think if it was been in the third or the fourth round, people wouldn't have been like, oh, what the, you know, they wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been so right. controversial. Like, why did they stop so fast. it? Because there wasn't this huge, you know, three or four round. Well, Dana war, thought it was a good stoppage. But then Ben Askren said, well, if it was the other way, they would have stopped it with Ronda going down like that. 
what everyone said it was a great stoppage. That's a good point. Um, he does have a point. And also, but then Dana also said, look, no one in the crowd's ever been hit with a liver shot, so they don't know how painful that is. Uh, I've never been hit with a liver shot. Jake, mm. you have, mm-hmm. correct? What, have. What, what, now explain what, what's that like. You know, it's just, it's one of the most uncomfortable feelings because no matter, it has nothing to do with your will or how tough you are because usually you can take, I mean, strikes pretty much anywhere, your head, a lot of places in your body and you can fight through it because you're, you're just mentally tough or whatever it may be. With a liver shot, it's just like, it's almost kind of like it paralyzes you for a second. Like I remember the first time I was here with a liver shot, I was actually training at a, with Pat Militage over at his gym in, in, in Bettendorf, Iowa and he hit me with a uh, a liver shot, and I was I thought I was gonna die. I, I almost I, I thought about quitting fighting. I almost just completely hung just up the one gloves. One punch almost made you hang. Yeah, up. you know, and he was just waiting for it. I mean, I thought about quitting just hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those. It's it's gonna paralyze you, and it has nothing to do with how tough you are or your will. And you know, it may it may be five seconds, it may be a couple minutes, but so can you can you train for that? Uh, not really. I mean. Defensively, obviously, you're training to, to cover your liver up, but I, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, you can't like toughen your liver up. You know what I maybe mean? Maybe you can drink a lot and just destroy your <laughs> liver. So by the time you get kicked in, it doesn't hurt anymore. Like, the, there's uh, nothing to hurt. The uh, take Abbott approach. The the one point that wasn't made yet was Sorry. it's a championship fight. Mm-hmm. No one wants to see a championship fight end like that. That's exactly. or, or quickly, right? They all want. The, they want the, the combatants to war. They they want the war. Mm-hmm. They want to see what happens next. And you feel a little bit chipped as a fan that you've been waiting for this championship, and it, they've been building mm-hmm. it up as this is the one. And then when it doesn't turn out that way, you're like, man, I just paid fifty five bucks to sure. see this championship fight, and I didn't get to really see. And it as anything. a fighter too, you're like, you know, you win by whatever any by any means necessary. So it's like, as a fighter, you're kind of like, well, I'm not disappointed, but you know, maybe the fans might be. So it's kind of yeah. Weird. I mean, you, it was one. It was one of those. What were you saying? DJ? I was just going to say, do you buy the fact? So Rhonda said that she claimed to her camp that she was going to stop this fight with a body shot. Mm-hmm. Do you? She did th- say that. Do you think that she was motivated to do that? Because I've heard a lot of people say, yeah, she call she. It's like calling your shot. Mm-hmm. No, but at the same time, I think she meant with her her hands. Mm-hmm. I think the bo- her boxing. I don't right, think she but meant she still the bo- stopped body, it with a body shot. shot. Yeah, but yeah. I think I mean, more of a, does. But do fa- fighters think that way? Like. You know what? I've been practicing and doing, working on this move, whether it's a knee or a punch. Sure, y- I'm y- going to do it. Yeah, no, that's that's true. I think I know her her coach Edmund really well too, and he they worked a lot on the the body shots and then the liver shot in particular. But it's one of those things. It, it's, it's one of the things you're going to look for and you're going to train. But it's like you got to have a. a a, B, and C. You know what I mean? It, it may work. It may not work. So that that is something they were like, training. Because like guys like Boz, like Boz Rutten, like he. Mm-hmm. Specific. That was yeah, his move. Shot. That was his, was his move. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting. Yeah, I feel like I had a liver shot when I saw "Here Comes a Boom." Uh, <laughs> by the way, it, it, was, it was it was Boz's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Boz! Happy seventy third. He's a. Uh, le- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Guy's a legend. I love Boz. Um, now, now a lot of, now a lot of talk of like, okay, so where does Ronda go from here? Cyborg uh, says she can make one thirty five. Dana White then said, okay, have one fight at 135, and then we'll possibly give you a title shot. Can Cyborg make 135? I don't know. I, I think she, uh, you're, you're saying to chop off certain things, T-Rex. <laughs> so, I mean, I think, look, I think she'll be too drained at 135. I think that's too much to ask for. What is she walking around at right now? Uh, just uh, Same as me, 195. 195? Really? <laughs> 
I think it's one, like around 155. I'm joking, I'm joking. In that, in that range. That's a lot to cut for a female. I mean, 135. But, and the thing is, is that I, what I think is going to happen is I think they're going to make the fight. I think that, I think Ronda's going to fight Kat Zingano. And Ronda's going to beat Kat Zingano. I like Kat Zingano. Uh, she's been through it. But I think Kat and Misha was a fairly even fight. We saw what, fight. we saw what happened with Ronda and Misha. Granted, MMA math doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy beat that guy, beat that guy. Right. However, I just think Ronda's on a different level than Kat Zingano. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Ronda's going to beat Kat Zingano. Cyborg's going to beat the girl she's fighting in Invicta next. And Lion fight. She's doing a Muay Thai kickboxing fight. Is she still under contract? I think so. Mm-hmm. She's going to win that fight. Here's what's going to happen. You heard it here first. <laughs> Cyborg, they're going to make the fight. It's going to be the biggest fight in the MMA women's history. It's going to be like Pacquiao and, uh, and Mayweather. It's going to be Pacquiao versus Mayweather. Cyborg is going to say she's going to make weight, is not going to make weight. Mm-hmm. She's going to come in five pounds heavier, and then something's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen at that point. Whether they're still going to have a fight. I'll tell you what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Th- that, um, she's going to come in overweight. They're still going to fight. Cyborg's gonna win the fight, and then Ronda's gonna be like, "Well, yeah, I mean, if I, you know, she she didn't come in, she cheated. She came in heavy." But does she? But what, but Ronda might just say, "You know what? I don't need this. I'm not fighting you." It was she's the kind of person that mm-hmm. some people need the money and will still take right, that she fight. Need that money. Other people will say, "You know what? No, I'm not gonna do that. I, I'm right. predicting that. Just like yeah. I predicted that Chris Weidman was gonna be champion when mm-hmm. he beat uh, Mark Munoz. No, not Mark Anderson Munoz. Silva. I called. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, after he beat Anderson Silva, I said, I said he's going to be champion. No. No, when he beat Tom Lawler. Got you, guys. Suckers, okay? I said, I said when he beat Tom Lawler, this guy's going to be the champion. No one believed me. No, but I called it back then. So, uh, yeah, I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. She's not going to make weight. It's going to be a huge controversy. I don't know what happens after that. That I can't predict. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about my theory? I think it could definitely happen. You know, the reality, too, is she could make weight. That's not the issue. People keep saying, oh, she can't make weight. Yes, she can. It's just, is she disciplined enough to do it? It, may, it, may, it might take time. It might take six when months. Yeah, she, she needs to start now. Take eight months. She needs to start now. When was the last time she's been that, 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 that weight, though? I mean, 135. She's a... 14 years old? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's a big... Well, the, I mean, that's the... If she wants to fight in the, for the UFC world title, that's right. what she has to do. You uh-huh. know? <laughs> no chance of a catch weight? No. Uh, if I'm Ronda, Ronda, I would, I would, I would yeah, I there's no reason Ronda, for Ronda to do yeah, that. I wouldn't even be interested. Why? Right. Yeah. Exactly. If, you want, if you want to fight for my title, make the weight. Yeah, that's, that's the I mean. thing. I don't yeah. think that. I don't, and plus, it's not like Ronda's hurting right now for for yeah. money or movies or sponsors <laughs> or anything right. else. Now, speaking of Ronda feudness, so Ronda Rousey a couple years ago uh, was being interviewed, and she said uh, they brought up Ariane. She said there's a reason why the well she said the reason why the ring girls aren't asked to star in movies, and it's because they're pretty but talentless. <laughs> And then they said, then she was running for the Hot 100 Maxim thing, and she goes, it would have been really funny if I'd beaten Ariani, replied Rousey, because that would be like a triathlete coming along and beating the runners in a marathon. Like, haha, it's your job to show up, it's your job to show your titties. I do that better than you. Maybe next year. She's getting older, and I'm reaching my prime. So that's what Rhonda says about Ariani, two years ago. She quoted that. Oh, two years ago. Two years ago she says this, okay, right? Okay. Ariani couple days ago, and by the way, I, I do feel like a little, like a, you know, Perez Hilton right now, but, but whatever. This is, this is entertaining to me. I don't know why. I'm not, I'm not a gossip oh, queen, gossip but for some, some odd reason. A gossip this, queen. I, I don't know. I, I feel like a complete bitch say, reporting this news, but okay, let, just, just know that I know that I feel like that. It All is right, MMA so, related. Now, Ariane then comes back and says, I don't really like the way she carries herself. 
She says, I don't think she's a good role model for women. I think that women should empower each other and give each other a little pat on the back. And I'm like, all right. So then she, then she goes, and then she's like, I'm, and then she, she uh, goes on and she says, I'm personally. And then all of a sudden she says that and she gets on Twitter. All these people were like totally, uh, you know, I'm personally uh, been talked about by her. I don't even know her. I met her twice. She had a couple things in the Maxim interview. And then she, she writes, you know, uh, I've, I've made being a UFC octagon girl into a, a, a career. She should definitely recognize that and be nice, right? So she goes on. And then she goes on and on and on about this. Now, I tweeted that Vitor, first Vitor Belfort said that Wyman needs more testing. Now, Ariani says that uh, Rousey isn't a role model. Next, Paula Dean will say we need less racism. <laughs> right? it's, not, it's funny. Though Ronda Rousey's mom retweets this, Right? Dr. Anne Marie retweets my tweet. I thought that was kind of cool that Rhonda's mom <laughs> is like retweeting me. I don't know. I felt kind of special in some odd way. And then Natasha Wicks she was like, yeah. wrote, uh, wrote, she is right. Doesn't Rousey have a mugshot for domestic violence? Ooh, wait. Smiley face. So Natasha Wicks got involved uh, and she said ridiculous. So I guess <laughs> Natasha and Ariani have some kind of some kind of beef or something, and, and uh, yeah, I'd like to see there be move on. Natasha Wicks is like I think one of the hottest, sweetest, coolest girls I've ever met in my life. I, I honestly, she's one of those girls that you meet, you just fall in love with in three seconds. <laughs> Good job, Kyle Kingsbury, you lucky <laughs> bastard. Kings boo. <laughs> so that being said, uh, what are our what are our thoughts about the Ronda Rousey Ariani feud that's going on right now? I could care less. Come on, dude. That's the cool answer. This is a damn podcast. I really could care less. I don't care. Uh, Yeah, but this is a podcast. Thanks, T-Rex. Thanks for playing along. (laughs) Come on, man. Dude, I I went through all this effort and copied and pasted this, okay? (laughs) I could care less. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not losing sleep over it either, but it's interesting interesting fodder that we could talk about and make jokes about. This is the gossip time. I didn't know that we added a segment to the show. Oh, oh, really? I didn't know that that you're a segment to the show. We're going to call it Gossip Time with T-Rex. Yeah, Gossip Time. Oh, you could care less. I know it's a fighting show, but who gives a shit? It's funny to me. Jake Ellenberger, what are your thoughts on this? You know, I, I think uh, I think it's funny. I think you got, you know, Rhonda, who is absolutely a role model for women, and uh, she's talented. And, I mean, it, it's it's just funny. I think this whole little, little cat fight is kind of a... The whole envious, oh, she's getting more attention than I am, maybe. I, I don't know what it would be. It but. is weird that Ariane, two years later, responds to this. I mean, like, Rhonda shouldn't have said that. Look, some girls that are working in the octagon are talented. I mean, that's just because you're a ring girl does not mean that you don't have talent. That's, mm. You could be very talented. I know well, Brittany Palmer is a good painter. She is a good painter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who knows? Maybe one of them is a singer. Yeah. Uh, I know, what's her name? Jade Bryce is, a, is an actress, and she's been in a bunch of, bunch of independent films. So just because you're a ring girl doesn't mean that you're talented. But also meaning that you, just because you're a fighter doesn't mean you're good at acting as well. That, yeah. I mean, Rhonda said it two years ago. I mean, maybe she's changed her opinion since now. Uh, and also, but then, so for Ariane, so Rhonda's in the wrong in the, in the beginning, but Ariane commenting on it now is a little strange. I, <laughs> I mean, mean, she's just a little uh, backlogged. In a, <laughs> I mean, what are you, the Steve Mazzagatti of responding? I mean, why is, it, why is it taking you two years to respond to her right. stupid comment? I mean, that's... Come on. I mean, because it gets the most attention right now. Right now, because now she's big, right, so now, now she's, she's going to respond. And then so, some reporter probably poked and prodded her and, and got her to say mm. something about it. But so, oh, by did, the somebody way. Somebody did the Ariel Hawani. Yeah. We, 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 we didn't get a chance to talk to you about it now. Let's talk to you about it now. But they should have talked to her about it beforehand, but she probably had no comment. But right. the thing about Ariani is that uh, 
she, you know, here's a girl, to say that, you're, you're right, Jake, Ronda Rousey is a role model. She didn't act like a role model in the Misha Tate fight, but if you look at overall mm. and the 99.999% of things she's done, which is, you know, winning, I mean, make a, being the best in the world at judo or, you know, fourth in the world, coming, being an Olympian, being the UFC champion. She gives a lot to charity. She does mm-hmm. a lot of really good work. She's a role model. You cannot deny it. If I had a daughter that came out like Ronda Rousey, I'd be very proud of her. Hell yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So to say she's not a role model is is pretty stupid. It's a pretty stupid thing to say, pretty ignorant thing to say. Um, she was, she didn't start the beef. She's just responding to it. Ariani's a role model too. I mean, mm-hmm. look, she's a UFC octagon girl. You know how many girls would like to be a UFC octagon mm-hmm. girl? There's I, millions. Millions of people would like to do what she does and she does it. And, you know, getting into a bikini and, and holding a number, but the way she does it, it, it takes it's a certain skill. I mean, she's also an actress, she's Ariane. She's done well for herself. She's, yeah, she's, so they're her, both yeah. role models in their own mm-hmm. way. She's hosting shows now. Hosting shows. and I met her. She's cool. Overhaul or something. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. But, you know, the whole thing about Ariane is that she did get arrested last year for kicking her boyfriend in the face. Um and there's, you know, she has, has a mugshot on that. She uh, mugshot. She was on TMZ. And I, was referring I to. guess the guy was a sheik or something, or he still is a sheik. <laughs> Are you talking about what I think you're about to say? No, I, I heard the guy's a sheik. That her boyfriend is like a. Oh, okay. Like, no, he's not the Iron Sheik, but he's actually like. <laughs> right? I, I heard people say that she was dating a, a guy who was a sheik, and she kicked him in the face. It's a good thing it didn't happen back in his country. You know, I wouldn't go too well for uh, for women back she in some of, those, some of those countries. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know exactly where the guy's from. You know, but, but the thing about Rhonda too is you gotta you gotta have an appreciation that she's she's real. You know what I mean? She's not gonna like sugarcoat. Yeah, anything. she she says what she feels. She's not gonna shake your hand because of this. You know what I mean? It's like you gotta have some appreciation for her her honesty and being real because you know, and people can see the whole the the. You know, under the lights, the camera, the whole, the whole buildup. But it's like at the end of the day, she's authentic, and you know, you gotta have, you gotta appreciate that. Yeah, no, and I, you know what? I, but I give Ariani credit too because she's stuck up for herself. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta get, and you know, I, I think if it was a fight, I, I would pick Ronda in a fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, who do you think's better in bed, honestly? Like that, Ronda Rousey or Ariani? Can we talk about that, or is that too yeah, sexist? Let's talk about All right, that. I don't care. Ariani, I'm saying Ariani. Ariani's 100%. better in bed. Yeah, and why? Why? She's she, a kitten. She's a kitten. She looks softer. A kitten. She kicked her boyfriend in the face for che- alleged cheating. She's yeah, but half the, Filipino. But the foot, the foot that kicked the guy in the face probably didn't smell like a gym floor. <laughs> wow. That is the stupidest answer I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh come on! Come on! <laughs> she's very feminine, demure, and very. She's sexy. I mean, Rhonda, Rhonda is too, but she looks like she would like. She's a little rough. She looks. She does look. So she's. But sometimes people yeah, like he, her. He, rough. he asked I mean, who would be better. I don't know that, that, I, not, not, that adds know to it, but it's all relative. It's what you like, exactly. Like if, okay. you know, if I'm grabbing a girl's Fair butt, enough. I don't know if I want to be grabbing an iron iron glutes. <laughs> <laughs> if she clenched her cheeks, you could break my fingers. I don't like that. I like nice, soft woman. And Jake, your your She's opinion on this? Put you in the torture rack. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, who would be better in bed? Yes. You know, I just I, I don't really have a, a I'm not really extremely attracted to Ariani. That's just not really my type. So I'm I'm gonna have to go with Rhonda. Right. And she'll probably flip you off afterwards. So <laughs> especially you know, if you I, didn't handle your business. I think that Ramana Ramana I think that Rhonda has better stamina. 
in bed. I think, I mean, her cardio is unbelievable. She has. <laughs> that doesn't bode well for me because I'm going to be done in a few minutes. <laughs> she's going to be like, I can still go. You'd have to pace yourself with her. I'm saying, you, you couldn't be, you know, or, or go the second or third or fourth time. Right. I, I do feel like Rhonda, you're, you're right. But you know what? There is something about Rhonda, even though she's, you know, got the mean face and the mug, mm. I, I do find her feminine. I, I don't think that she's a complete. Unfeminine woman. I mean, there's definitely in a dress. I mean, she's got the curves, and she's you know she's a beautiful a girl. I would say, I would say they're both probably wild uh, in their own way. Both have a lot of anger issues, uh, a lot of a lot of stuff that's being taken out on you know on certain par- body parts of yours. And uh, I would oh, who's better in bed? Uh, I'm gonna go with Rhonda. I don't know. I, DJ, but, it depends on your mood. It does. Right. You know, do I want it rough and fast? Maybe Rhonda. But if I want to take some time and, like you said, a soft body. But isn't she half Mexican, half Filipino, Ariani? I don't know. I believe that's But she has something in her. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but the thing about Ariani, though, the worst part is that after sex, she held up a one, two, or three. And... uh, No, so uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's uh, that's that. Now we got to talk about the fight that uh, also went on between Daniel Cormier and Patrick Cummings. It was uh, that was sort of sad. Uh, it was a wow. That was rough. I, you know what, Jake, you you told me that you think Patrick could win. I I, I normally trust your opinion, and uh, it was just disappointing. I don't know what happened. I. Mm. I mean, I, I like Cormier. We've had him on the show. He's a great guy. I was rooting for Cormier because yeah. I, I love Cormier. But there was, I wanted it to be a better fight than that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think, too, there's a couple perspectives. I think sometimes, you know, DC, he just shows up. Like, it's not always what, like, oh, what happened? Like, if, if I go in and I lose a fight, what happened? It's like, well, it's not always what happened to me. This guy was, you know, he stepped up. He, he, was, he was on. So, DC looked good. I mean, he was angry, too. I, I, I thought it might work against him. I haven't seen him that angry since they canceled Twinkies. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, there was... Man, Patrick Cummings, though, his stand-up looked... He had his chin high. He, he looked like he didn't know... And he got, he got paid $8,000 for that fight. Eight grand. Which is two-year salary at the coffee bean or whatever. <laughs> no, I mean... I'm just kidding. Yeah. Man, I, I, I felt for him because I, I thought he was going to do better. I, I thought yeah, he was, was gonna, the same least, as the main event, too. It was just, it was just disappointing because you, you were anticipating this, this crazy three-round back-and-forth kind of fight. I didn't, I didn't think that was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to be a crazy three-round no, thing. Well, it was going to end pretty violently for Cummins. I just had a feeling it was going to. I was telling the people that were in my house watching the fight, I was like, this should end pretty quickly. And afterwards, uh, I think uh, it was... It was Goldberg. This is the best that Cormier has ever looked, and I have to disagree with that. You because, can't really tell because was, yeah. I mean, he beat a guy that's not even in the top fifty. I mean, yeah. I don't even think he's in the top one hundred two hundred five pounders right now. Patrick Cumming, ranking wise. I mean, mm-hmm. he wasn't even in an organization, and he not had four s- fights. Four fights, and mm-hmm. not saying that he's not a great fighter. He's mm-hmm. obviously to get to that level, and he's obviously a great fighter. People to train with him, mm-hmm. but you're fighting a guy that trains three, four days a week with Cain Velasquez at heavyweight. Oh, yeah. I, I would argue that Daniel Cormier is the second best heavyweight in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you could, maybe Verdum or Travis Brown, but I would put Cormier against any of those guys based on the way he looked against other heavyweights. Oh, yeah. So at 205, which I've said before, Quicker, that faster. I think that Cormier is the guy to beat John Jones. We said that yeah, said a year that. ago. Yeah. A lot of people think I'm crazy. People were arguing it left and well, right. you are, but not for that reason. Yes. Anyway. But yeah, I think he could beat him too. That he, you know, you have to have a, you have to have a guy who can who can 
wrestle with him who can you know take him down really control where the fight goes in 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 my opinion Cormier is the only guy who can do that so sparring with uh with Patrick Cummings right you sparred together with him yeah he's a monster now mm-hmm. I mean he he's beating guys like like the best guys at rain you said that you said he he annihilates everyone at rain he does do you he, think the Do you does. think the bright lights of the big stage were too much for him this fast? Like ten days, he had to prepare for that, and he was potentially. Just like, yeah, yeah, you know, there, there's a lot of things you could you could possibly say. You know, looking back, but if he had a, you know if he had eight weeks to train, it, there's, a, there's a lot of circumstances. But you know, at the end of the day, DC showed up and he was on. He looked great. So Cummings Munoz at the gym. Cummings, Cummings gets the best of all these guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's a he's a stud. He's definitely, and he's no stranger to the, the, you know, to competing. Like he's competed at the highest level in wrestling. But it was know, just that just, it was that uppercut. Those... Think that uppercut shook him. That was yeah, really. And typically, a lot of wrestlers are a little bit slow starters. Pat's a little bit of the same thing. And then DC came out, and it was 100 miles an hour. You know, that was... he overwhelmed him, and he he did exactly what he needed to do. Well, I, hope, I mean, Pat signed a uh, couple fight deal with the UFC. I think he has another fight in his contract, or maybe two more fights. So. You know, I want to see Pat Cummings get a win in the UFC. I, I think, I think he kind of put himself in this situation, and he talked a lot of smack. But I give him a lot of respect because that takes extreme balls to talk <laughs> smack to Daniel Cormier mm-hmm. and take a fight on ten days' notice at UFC 170 with only having four fights. The amount of chutzpah this guy has, chutzpah. and uh, I give him a lot of credit, a lot of credit, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, I was a fan of him before when he lived with Mayhem. I, I liked the guy, and I, I kind of I felt terrible for him. I, I just, if you know Daniel too, like I mean, sorry Pat, like he's a really humble, really laid back kind of guy. In, in that whole build up, that, that was his way into the UFC too. You know, you gotta you gotta, right, yeah. you gotta say a few things. Have you spoken to him since? Yeah, I talked to him earlier. How is he? He's been okay. He's he's already training. He's already getting back into. Was he depressed? Uh, I, I don't know. We didn't we didn't talk. It didn't sound like it. No. Did he get laid that night? Don't know that either. <laughs> that would be the first thing I would ask him. Anyway, so today on the show we have the beautiful and talented Felice Herrick. Yes. We have Frankie Edgar. Yes. As well as Norman Park. Yes. And I can't wait to talk to these guys. And girl. All right, so uh, Felice Herrick uh, is actually going to be on our show. Uh, Felice Herrick is... A beautiful, sexy, amazing fighter who just made the new Ultimate Fighter cast, uh, which is going to be fun. Um, and so it's going to be uh, coached by uh, Anthony Pettis and uh, Gilbert Melendez. Uh, Felice Herrig, she's, I, I hung out with her one night. She's just a, a ball of energy and a really, really fun, awesome human being and, uh, and hot. So, uh, Felice Herrig, how are you? Hey, why don't you tell me how you really feel? <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I actually I met Felice basically uh, via online, and then she came to a comedy show with Carla Esparza. She was heckling. Uh, she definitely was. She's a, a heckler. She's a little bit of a heckler. And then we went we went out to like metal school afterwards, which is like this like uh, L.A. It's this fake '80s band. Uh, Felice got a little drunk. Uh, was definitely. No. You know, what? not 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 too drunk. No. She's in no. there, but but it was a lot of fun. So uh, so what's lies going on? And rumors. So what's going on, please? That's how lies and rumors get spread. Nothing, nothing. I'm I'm doing good. Uh, just getting ready for uh, the Arnold this week. Arnold Classic in Columbus, Ohio. I don't know why they have it there every year. Ohio. Who wants to go to Ohio, really? Really, yeah. <laughs> it's like Nebraska. <laughs> and then yeah, I'm like, yay, packing up for Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> 
Actually, Ohio's like Vegas compared to Nebraska. But that's true. <laughs> so now, now, when do you? So when do you move into this house for the Ultimate Fighter? Um, actually, we don't start filming till like June, so it gives me a lot of time to prepare, which I like. I think it's the first time they've actually announced the season, the cast of uh, the season before it it's aired. So that's cool, you know. Are you, I mean, now, are you excited to be living in a house with a bunch of other crazy girls? Is that, I mean, is that going to be? <laughs> you know, I've already, I've, I already was on a reality show, like, was like seven years ago, Fight Girls. So I'm kind of used to this, this type of setting, this environment. And, you know, I'm friends with a lot of the girls. So it's going to, I mean, it makes things easier, but then it makes things harder. It makes things easier um, as far as being in the house and living with them and having, you know, that comfort. But then it makes things harder with potential of actually maybe having to fight one of my friends so yeah i know that you and carla i know you and carla are super close what's going to happen if you and carla have to fight um you know we're just kind of i'm not i i don't know you know it's one of those things that you know we've talked about but we don't really want to think about it um it's just you know there's a lot of things that have to happen in, in order for that to happen on the show and and i'm not really thinking about it because it's you know, at the end of the day, it's it's something that it's not really either of our choices. You know, and I, I Carla, I mean, she's my best friend. So, you know, if that happens, I know that you know we'll still, no matter what happens, we'll still be we'll still be okay. We'll still be best friends. <laughs> yeah, I, I I always said that Carla is the kind of girl that I'd want to have a daughter, and then Felice is the one I'm gonna, I'm gonna have. You know, <laughs> hey, I, I I'm surprising. <laughs> you know, I'm. Very sassy and outgoing and, and this and that, but I'm also, you know, I have a tender side. I'm a good girl at heart. At heart. <laughs> you're a good girl. At, you're a good girl at heart, but you are kind of a wild, a wild child. I mean, you have, you know, you've definitely. No. No, I'm very, um, I, I live in extremes, so I could be real wild or really like calm and, and just sit at home and scrapbook all night. Are you a, gem- are you <laughs> a Gemini? Huh? Are you a Gemini? No, I'm a Virgo. So you uh, haven't had sex yet? What? No, no, she's dead, right. <laughs> In like the ear, maybe. So, so no, I know that uh, uh, you're actually going to be living with Tisha Torres, who, uh, who you oh. recently lost to. Uh, I watched that fight last night. That was a tough fight for you, Felice. Uh, you know, she definitely... Now, were you, were you, were you rocked at all uh, during that fight? Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I was just, I kind of went in mentally not prepared. Like, I've been really, like, the past year, I've just kind of been burnt out. You know, I've been fighting for 11 years, and in the past year, I've kind of been like, I mean, not that I don't, you know, go to the gym and train hard and, and prepare myself, but I think mental is a big thing for me. I just didn't really want to be there, and now with the, the UFC, um, you know, adding my division, it just gives me something to look forward to and, and an end goal because you know for a while like everything was just kind of stagnant just like same old thing you know like there's you know like you win a fight yay but there's no there's no build up to anything so you, you, could, you so, I, so you, were, you weren't really up for that fight you, you couldn't really get up for it I mean I just didn't like I I you know in the past I used to just I, I love fighting like I just want to go in there and I just want to like be mean and beat people up and and I just kind of just kind of was like eh you know just just not into it and, and I'm sure a lot of fighters you know go through the same thing you know you go through lulls and 
And, you know, when you've been doing it for so long, you kind of, you get to a point where you're just you're mentally and physically burnt out. And then, and then also just, there's a lot of pressure too, you know, as, as you start, you know, getting yourself out there and getting your name out there. And sometimes you're like, you're, you're not fighting for yourself anymore. You're just fighting to like prove people wrong, you know, to prove haters wrong or, or to, you know, to make a point rather than just going out there and fighting because you love it and, and doing it for yourself. Yeah. You do get a lot of haters. A lot of people, um, they, you know, you're, you're definitely a uh, polarizing figure in MMA, I think, because I think a lot of people, you know, they, they look at you and they, they don't realize that, you know, you were at one point, what, the number two kickboxing woman in like the world and how hard you look. They just see that, you know, you're you're half naked in most of your pictures or, <laughs> you know, your legs are over your head. And, and I, I think a lot of I think a lot of people, they take they, they get angry at you. How do you deal with that? Uh, you know, sometimes it's hard. You know, it's mentally straining. Like, but I actually, like, I've always been myself. And I look at my, you know, I'm an athlete, but it's, it's also a business. And, you know, it, it's not, it's not, I think it's just not common and it's not, it's accepted. Maybe now it is a little bit more to see, you know, fighters usually aren't, they don't put themselves out there, you know, as much. And I, I put myself out there a lot. And, and it's not just with, you know, sexy photo shoots or whatever. Like, it's it's my whole personality in general. But people choose what they, you know, they want to latch on to and what mm-hmm. they want to get pissed off about. And I just kind of, you know, sometimes I let it go in one ear and out the other. Sometimes I take it personally. But I really, I'm really just learning to have thick skin because at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm doing me. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm living my life the way I want to live my life. And if other people don't like it, it doesn't really matter because they're not me and they don't, they don't have to do what I do, you know? So I just kind of just trying to embrace it. You know, I embrace, I embrace the fans, I embrace the haters. And I'm going to have, I'm going to have both. I'm going to have it all. And, you know, I, I would much rather have people hate me than, you know, have, have nobody pay attention to me, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm, you know, getting paid and, and like I said I'm, I'm doing me no I give you a lot of credit because uh, I mean I, I'm a, I'm a hundred and 80 pound man and I get annoyed at haters on the internet and you're this little 105 pound woman and uh, and and like you t- and you, you you take it really well because you, you you definitely get it from all sides um, I, I know that your dating life I know you dated CM Punk correct um I won't confirm or deny. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's 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 say you allegedly dated CM Punk. Uh, how long did you guys maybe date for? We might have. <laughs> um, like five years. Ten years. <laughs> five or ten years? Isn't that five, five or, or ten? ten. Somewhere huge... in the middle. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. So So you were faithful for five, but it was officially ten? I mean, how does that work? <laughs> Okay, next question. Okay, so now that CM Punk is uh, is is he, is he word is that he might be a fighter, he might go into MMA. Do you see that happening at all? Throwing his hat in the cage, as it were. Uh, you know, um, if he wa- if that's something he wants to do, you know, just like Brock Lesnar did it, then more power to him. But at the same time, it's like, you know, he's going to have to go like with the name he already has. It's not like he can start off as an amateur. You know, imagine all the all those promoters selling out because CM Punk is, is fighting. And, you know, I would imagine he would 
you know, he would want to turn pro. Um, so imagine all the guys too to... lining up to fight him. Oh yeah, there'd be tons of guys. Oh. I mean, uh, Phil Baroni already said he wanted to fight him. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but how? How? But Nathan David and Frank did too. The, the Green Power Ranger. Oh yeah, the Green so. Power Ranger wanted to fight him too. Yeah, uh, everybody's be, gonna want to fight him. Would he be it's, in it's costume? One of the or? things like well, like black on two. He was one of the power. Man. Man. <laughs> yeah, no. well, some guy but that was a power ranger. Time, people, he's all tattered, but he really fights. So like, yeah. The, pa- wow. the Power Ranger, yeah. So wait, so now, but I mean, how would how would CM Punk do? I mean, you probably have better knowledge than most people, being that you know he's been in you and stuff. Uh, you know, he's a really good. You know, he's re- he's got really good jujitsu skills. I know he works with Henry Gracie a lot. Um, I've I've never seen him fight. You know, I've never seen him in action. But I mean, what he does in, in the ring, um, you know, he's he definitely has skill. Like he knows what he's doing. He's you know he he takes his you know, career seriously, no matter, no matter what he's doing. Um, but at the same time, it's like, it, it depends on his opponent, you know, he's not going to go in there and beat the UFC champion, you know, <laughs> like do, first fight do, out. Do you think he would honest. fight as CM Punk or would he fight as Philip Brooks? <laughs> um, probably CM Punk. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, you know that. Right. That's going to make people want to beat him up. Put him on yeah, the card if they want to headline that. <laughs> Maybe he should get a job at the uh, coffee bean and Dana might sign him. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now you're now you're 30 years old, so you're in your sexual peak. Um, I'm 29. Uh, 20, I'm not 30 yet. Okay, you're 29 oh, years old. That's I'm my 30th birthday. Now, I remember last time you you came on the show. Uh, uh, you said you told us that you were crazy in bed, uh, that you were kind of a head case, and that you well, like to. He never said it was crazy in bed. <laughs> head case? Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> He's trying to like hope I don't remember what I did or did not say. He's like, "You're crazy. You said you're crazy in bed." But and that you like to flirt with. But you did say you, you like to flirt with the young guys at the uh, gym. <laughs> I, no, I like to flirt with high school boys. See, I can get away with that. If a guy did that, he's a pedophile. If a girl does that, she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you I wait. Guy gets high fived. Wait, what? you seriously flirt with the high school boys at the gym? I mean, you, you don't. You don't fl- what are you like, Miss Robinson? I, I don't understand. Like, what do you? Yeah. Do? Well, sometimes like the sometimes uh, high school wrestlers come in and use the mats, and then I have to sometimes sit in the sauna with them and flirt with them and make them all uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire fun. life. Wait, you go in the sauna I with high- touch them. Is it too late for me to get into wrestling? Yeah, I like. But yeah, seriously, this is the great. Yeah, wow, that's a, that's the greatest news. That's gonna be the headline of our of our podcast. Felice Herrick goes in the sauna with high school boys. Just so you know. I do not touch them. Oh, you do, okay, you do not touch them. But you do like kind Listen. of being the center of attention, right? I mean, there's a part of you that enjoys being the hot female fighter. I mean, come on, let's let's let's. let's, let's I've always been like. Why not? Ever since I was a little girl, you know, that's just what I am. It's who I am. I, I like being the center of attention. I'm bubbling. I'm outgoing. Um, I guess some people are just born that way, just made to want to be all eyes on them, you know. But I've always wanted to be an actress too. So I just, I think that that plays a role in it. It just, I like, yeah. I guess I like the attention. <laughs> have you been taking acting lessons, or I mean, have you been studying the craft at all? Um, actually, I was supposed to go um, start at Second City, but then with everything happening with the show, I, I was going to do start uh, classes at Second City in the uh, in the city of Chicago um, after my last fight. Then with the the news of of Tough Twenty coming out, I guess it's 
going to have to be put on hold. <laughs> you should definitely do that. You should you should go to L.A., by the way, you know, get a residence there or, or sometimes get a place there. And when you're on The Ultimate Fighter, really try to capitalize on this. Like, get a commercial agent. Get a get a print agent. Get a, you know, an agent because you're going to be on well, TV. I, I, actually, I, I actually did get an agent before. Um, I, I started working with an agent before my last fight, which is why we talked about going to Second City. But, you know, I can only do so much at once, and, and it takes so much out of you to dedicate everything you need to, to dedicate yourself to with actual, with fighting. Right. You know, it's it's a lot. Do you have a, 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 a boyfriend now or no? Do I have a what? A, a boyfriend. No, I never have a boyfriend. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. No, it's not true. I heard uh, last time after we hung out that you were dating somebody pretty serious. <laughs> You, that must have been you. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I, do you, are, how, you mean you never have a boyfriend? Is it because, do you date mostly fighters or uh, comedians? No. What? Like comedians, comedians. Yeah. Oh, obviously. I only date comedians, and I really don't <laughs> see them much. And then when I do see them, they're kind of dorky. So. Oh, whoa. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's absolutely true. Especially the ones that go on the Jay Leno show. Oh man! First of all, <laughs> first of all, we would have a good time together, me and you. But just so you know, I would be, I'd be. I, I, I mean, I'm no, I'm no CM Punk, but I think that. Um, he's a punk. He's a, a freaking punk. Yeah. <laughs> I only date WWE wrestlers, so. Wow. <sighs> kind of limits me. That's. I mean, really, what kind of guys do you do you, do you go for, for real? Usually funny guys. Yay. <laughs> I was funny. Whoa, shit. Oh, no, that wasn't not comedian funny. That's uh, a whole different level of funny. Nice. <laughs> um, I actually, you probably, if you if you took a whole line of all my boyfriends that I've had in the past, it'd be a long line. I know that was coming. You're going to say that next. But anyways. What? <laughs> there would be like all, you'd be like, what? what? Like, they're all so completely different. And it, it's mainly like... I, I don't really have a preference as far as looks. Well, I do kind of like the more Italian-looking boy. Like I like dark hair, dark skin. That's that I do like. So Negroes are in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Negroes got a chance. You said dark skin and dark hair. <laughs> are you Negro? Yes, I am. <laughs> I, okay. ho- I hope so. <laughs> Or the darkest Italian you've ever seen. Yes. Or the studio's getting Maria, rid of the fire. really dark Italian. Cuta Canton. <laughs> uh, but I've gone for really skinny, nerdy-looking guys. I've gone for really buff bodybuilder guys. I've dated fighters. I, I just—it's all across the board, like I said. But what usually, M- what MMA funny, fighters? Wait, fun. which MMA fighters have you went out with? Oh, I'm not gonna say that. You always you always dig and dig and dig into my personal life, but it's only about I'm guys. To, I'm trying to dig into you. Right. You're lucky that your personal life is always digging into. It. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. I have I have my shovel ready, but no. I mean, if, this is what the fans want to know, Felice. You're you're a very um you know you're you're beautiful. Very, you're very smart, by the way. I'm always, I always try to roast you, and you come back with something twenty times meaner than anything that I. That I'm actually, you're like the one person I don't like roasting because you come back, you like aim for the throat. You, uh, <laughs> I thought you liked that kind of thing. I, I do, I do, but you're very like. Sometimes I'm like She's not, pa- I'm like not paying attention, and I'll just, I'll, I'll like do like a little like, oh, Felice Herrig is the only you know fighter to bring her mirror to the octagon, or you know something really, and then she'll just. 
have the most personal, vicious right. joke back, and I'll be like, "Damn." Am I mean to you? No, not mean, you not mean, not mean, mean, not mean, mean. You're just good. You're you're very uh, you're very quick witted, and I'm like, "Damn, dude, this girl does right. not." It's like you're you're definitely loaded. You're locked and loaded. <laughs> I come from a very witty family. Yeah. You would have a ball at, at my Christmas parties, but you're not invited ever. Oh, my, wow. My First party. of all, I think me and you, I think we're going to end up together. Just so you know, I think Adam. We're going to end up together? Yes. It's going to be the best four minutes of your life. Just so you know. You're going to do it twice? Yes. <laughs> my mom would love you. She'd be like, oh, finally you find a guy you could beat up. No. Oh, wow. Oh, see, there she goes. First of all, I think you could take CM Punk, number oh. one. But no, but yeah, finally a guy I could, wow, that's that's probably true. Yeah, would you date a guy that you could beat up? No, no, that's like my number one rule. If a guy can't throw a punch, it's like a huge turnoff. Adam seriously. can throw punches. Yes. Him so, and Mayhem went at it. Yes. Punches and punches. No, I, I seriously, if, I if a guy a ever wants to have a chance with me and he doesn't know how to throw a punch, he better not ever catch me. Watching him throw a punch. So, so it's, fa- it's, like it's safe to say. Like the gym that just shadow box trying to act all cool and tough. <laughs> so how would you feel if you met if you saw Adam again and he just knocked you out <laughs> like an overhand right that just puts you to sleep? You'd like wake up and like definitely have to sucker punch me for that. <laughs> wow. He probably, he probably would drug me first. She'd wake up and like That's be hilarious. in love. She has a better chance right. of drugging me. Wow. Well, how did we get up to me punching her and drugging her? <laughs> I don't want to do any of these things. I want to take her on a date, okay? And I, I do have... Just a date. I have yeah. a decent punch. I've been boxing. I mean, not like boxing, boxing, but I, I train oh, with... you do. No, you do. I train with, with uh, Every Kenji. Every guy who takes recreational Thai bullshit... Oh, yeah. It's not recreational. It's Orange, a, I, I train with Kenji Afalo, okay? So, what's the last name? Kenji... <laughs> Gallo. Kenji Gallo. Kenji yeah. Gallo. And then, I don't know. You know what? Listen, Felice. Okay, we, we will, when you come to L.A., we'll take a boxing class together. And someone, you could, you know, you could hold, you could hold the mitts for me. And, uh, I was just going to say, I'm not holding mitts for you. You're that, like, kind of guy who, like. Would miss and punch you in the face? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't even know. Take off my pants. Like, 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 around in, like, a big circle to get to the target. And by that point, I've already tried to meet the pad. And then it, I meet it too early, and then he punches it, and then it slaps me in the face because he's way too late on the punch. How many How many times has this happened? I mean, it seems right. like this is, like, a <laughs> reoccurring thing with you. I'm just saying, I watch, I hate, like, you have to know how to hold mitts, or you have to know how to hit mitts, and if both, oh, I've watched a lot of people in the classes, and, and it's actually one of my favorite people watching things to do is just watch People with no skill hit mitts. <laughs> wow. So, well, we like watching. Next time you, next time you go to the gym, there's so many sexist jokes. I, I, know, I, know, right I, know, I know you want to say something about so she's good at jujitsu, about... but you want to see her box. No, I wasn't, no, wasn't going to say that. It was more like the uh, slapping in the face thing. I mean, there was like so many things that I wanted to say. I just don't want to have people picketing outside. So, I'm going to take that one out. No. Oh, <laughs> Uh, so, Felice, yeah, you, you are a breath of fresh air, though. You really are, honestly. I, I'm a big fan of yours. And, and the fun, and you know, I honestly, like, I, te- I remember after your last loss, I texted you, hey, you want to come on the show? And you're like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bummed out right now. And I, 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 I honestly felt bad. I, I was like, oh, man, I don't like it when you're bummed out. You're a very emotional human being, and uh, I like it when you're happy. So I am. I am very emotional. I like it when I'm happy, too. So... 
But don't be the crazy person on the Ultimate Fighter. I'm sure it'll make great ratings, and I'm sure. I, but if no, I had to, no, if I I'm to, actually not gonna be that one. Uh, I'll be crazy in my own way, crazy, but not psycho, <laughs> and not a bitch. Is there crazy. anyone? Is there anyone, by the way, that you don't like on the show already? Um, no, I can't say that. Uh, well, I can say that, but I don't want to like start it saying that now publicly because then it'll be a target and then they'll tag me and tweet me and then tweet tag and tweet that person and it'll cause all this drama and I really don't as, as much as drama I feel like follows me I really don't like to start drama and all right so I'm I gonna just, all right I, so I'm gonna name a name and you tell me if you don't like that person uh Rowdy Beck Hyatt pink pink I have my own little post. One might mean yes, one might mean no, one might mean Pinky maybe, yes. one might mean the high. So you're not, you're not going to get it out of me. Pink? I don't understand. That. I don't even understand the answer. <laughs> it's not red. It's not, it's you're not, not red. meant to understand it. You're trying to trick me. I'm not trying to trick you. This is a show. We want people to listen. You you have to. This is I. Also, you're also help selling the show, and Fox is going to like you. And I'm selling the show right now by talking about it. That's a good point. Hello, Fox. I'm helping sell the show right now. She's helping. It's true. Can you give that that makes us that makes us very happy, Felice. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's DJ. You're going to see a lot of DJ, by the way. Can you um can you give a shout out to our podcast by starting a pillow fight? At the uh, at the house. Oh, I was planning on doing that anyways. I have a whole list of things that I want to do on the show. Nice. So, so when we see you do that, I we know that's like for us. A, uh, like we all dress up like clowns and do <laughs> like a little puppet show thing. Why would That'd you do that? Like sexy clowns. See if that happens. Sexy clowns <laughs> with, the, with the high school now, boys. Now, do you want to be? Now, do you want to be on team? Like, <laughs> of the UFC's money, I can like wait. the local Las Vegas I high school wrestling team. Yeah. Of this, these tools. And supplies they need to go buy us. Face paint. Big, huge ass clown shoes. Big ass <laughs> rainbow wigs. Miss <laughs> Kane. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, but sure. Uh, now, do you want to be? Now, do you want to be on Team uh, Melendez or Team Pettis? Uh, you know, I could go either way. I've actually been friends with um, uh, Gilbert and his wife Carrie Ann for um, for a while now. I was on the World Combat League with Carrie Ann, um, so I'm. You know, I'm friends with them, but then also, you know, and he has the wrestling background, and then Pettis is more of a striker, so I definitely could take, I could go either way, you know? I'm not going to say either what I want to, I'm not going to be like, I want to be on Team Pettis, and then I get, you know, I get, I end up on Gilbert's team, and then he, like, in the back of his mind, is like, you don't even want to be here, you don't even want to be on my team, I'm not even going to pay attention to you, uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Speaking of either way, uh, a final question. Um, there are a lot of uh, lesbians in M- and women's MMA, uh, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of straight girls, and we obviously don't have a, an issue either. I'm a fan of, of, of all, all people, that are, people that are straight, that are, that are gay, that are the transgender. Well, clearly a, you're a fan. I'm, just a, I'm a huge fan of, of any type of – anybody wants to. But have you ever uh, had an experience where you've made out with a girl? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Um, yellow. <laughs> yeah. Yellow, yeah. Why? Yes. Why is yes? So okay. Now is it a, is it a reoccurring experience or just a? I was I was drunk and is is it Carla Sparta? Where? <laughs> is it Carla Sparta? Is it Carla? It's triangle. Oh come on! Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> okay, so pink triangles. That's what you like. Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bet the Would Captain You Rather America. game be interesting. With, with yeah, okay, all right. So uh, would you rather uh, – all right. So what three fighters do you have a crush on? Male or female? Both. Ooh, I like Up that. to you. Jake Allenberg. Er, all right. All right. All right, all right, all right. Jake Allenberger, nice. <laughs> GSP. Right. And Julia Budd. Wow. Okay. Julia <laughs> Budd, GSP, and Jake Ellenberger. Solid list. Jake, man. You, solid list. <laughs> solid list. <laughs> this is my top wow. three. Wow. That would be the weirdest threesome ever. Uh, foursome. You, Julia Budd, GSP. Because <laughs> GSP would just hump you the whole time. And, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd go for the finish and right he'd away. have to be on top. So. <laughs> go for the finish. I would probably just hump him the whole time, so we're good. Oh. Uh. Yeah, you seem like the kind of girl that, right? You're the kind of girl that knows what you want. Like, you're definitely... Yeah, yeah, I have, I have this huge humping fetish. <laughs> Woo! You got me there. Hump <laughs> day! How do I get involved? <laughs> no, but it seems like you're... No, some girls are kind of shy. Like, you take a girl home and, and you have to, like... You know, you have to please her, or you know, obviously she wants to please you. You seem like the kind of girl that you know if you want the O, you're gonna get it, right? You basically, <laughs> you're the kind of guy who likes to please his hand, huh? Please my hand? Oh, oh man! Well, you don't please your hand, she's but the, you use she's your hand. She's the counter. <laughs> I like. The, I'm the kind of guy who likes to please my hand. Sure, why not? I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna deny any of this. All right. So anyway, all right. Well. You are a pleasure. I can't wait to watch you this week or this week. I can't wait to watch you. Uh, I can't wait to watch you on the show. And I'm happy for your success, Felice. You're uh, you're one of a kind. Thank so. you. See, it's it's so weird. You go from verbally bashing me to it's all in love. When did I verbally Not bash you? Name one thing I verbally bashed you with. How? Actually, you didn't verbally bash me. I verbally bashed you. I apologize. Yeah, come Aww. on. I don't know why I do that to you. I, why, why would I verbally bash you? You can't. You come on the show, and I'm you a always fan with of the fighting. one you love, right? And we 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 we, we yeah, hung out. Yeah, yeah. I did. must have a huge crush on you. You did. You tried to make out with me when we hung out that one night. And uh, can you show me some love and, and do a black joke? <laughs> oh my! You have. I have no idea. <laughs> You're, you might like it, but then I'll be offending everyone else, and then that's all. But you have T Rex's approval. Yeah, you have. Don't listen to him. He gets T Rex gets a timeout. We're not trying to that. get her uh, kicked out of the show before she even. Gets I out. knew she wouldn't do it. All right. Too much of a so. What are you looking forward to most about the UFC? Oh, um, just the the ability to showcase um, my skills on a big stage. I really. You know, it's like you fight and you put all this work in and you fight and you fight for so long and, and mm-hmm. that you have that one moment and it's kind of like, mm, bummer when not that many people get to see that moment, sure. you know, that you work so hard for. So I'm really excited about that. And then finally, uh, I know you had a problem with the uniforms. You wrote that on Instagram <laughs> that you, that you spent no. a lot of time on your outfits. Everybody took that out of context. I obviously I'm not, woo, uniforms because... Let's face it, I mean, I design and custom make all my fight outfits, and they're very themed, and they're very, they're, it's a big part of, you know, who I am, so of course I don't really want to wear a uniform, and somebody had said something to me on Instagram, and I re- replied back, and then all these media outlets wrote an article about it, you know, and it kind of just got blown up, um, but... Um, we'll see. Like that isn't like a definite. So we'll see what happens. Um, 
keeping my fingers crossed and staying positive about it, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it will. I don't want to see you in a uniform. I don't. So. I, I mean, I don't think that anybody would. There's so many different, <laughs> like a big part of MMA is like the different characters. And I think taking away from a lot of those characters and, and kind of making everybody look the same is, is I don't think it's going to help the sport at all. No, it definitely Maybe. won't. Definitely won't. Well, thank you, Felice. Thank you for coming on the show. We'd love to have you back. Good luck with everything, and uh, have fun at the Arnold Classic. So thanks, th- th- thank you, Felice. Thanks for coming on the show, babe. You're welcome. Thanks, Felice. Bye. All right, so we have one of my favorite fighters, uh, one of the... Like the real life Rocky Balboa. Uh, I swear I was thinking that on the way. Into I mean, that. I he's one of these guys. When he's in a fight, I am gonna watch it. Uh, Frankie Edgar, how are you, man? I'm good, Adam. How are you? Good. Want to say something funny? Uh, so you know, I have your your phone number from the last time you were on, but for some reason, I texted the wrong. I have like the last digit off. And on New Year's Eve, I texted you, "Hey, man, Happy New Year." And then the person sent me back a penis pic. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I was like, uh, and I wrote back, Frankie? And then he goes, yeah, man, happy new year. I go, uh, wow, that's, <laughs> Frankie's, got a re- Frankie's got a really strange sense of humor, man. Like, and a, this and is- a big uh, black penis. Yeah, I was like, that is, <laughs> that was, that was crazy. Do his pack and do his pack, are you saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me, that was me. Oh, no, that was you, Jake? Nice. But it was just, I was like, wow, I'm like, what a, Frankie's so different than he appears on TV where he's sending me penis pics. So how's it going, man? Uh, things are good, man. Just, just training. I mean, I'm just kind of itching, man, itching to get back in there. It's, uh, you know, one of the downsides of uh, being a coach, health fighter, you don't get to fight for a while. How was that? How, how was that whole experience? It was cool. It was cool. It was, it was a lot of work. Uh, you know, I got a good group of guys. Good. Uh, I think uh, both teams got some good contestants, so uh, it was a good time. I mean, uh, now the thing is, the funny part is that you auditioned for the Ultimate Fighter, right? Season five. Yeah, I did. Uh, the first season they had, yeah, I think it was season five. And then they did, and then you you you, you didn't make it for some reason, and then you and then you come back, and now you're coaching. That's that's got to feel pretty cool, man, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's coming coming full circle, I guess. So uh, it was uh, pretty neat to, you know, even it's funny that the same producers from like season one are still you know still on now now, so kind of kind of wild. No, that's that's amazing, man. Now, uh, now you're obviously you're going up against BJ Penn uh, for the third time. Uh, how's it, how is he going to make 145? By the way, I think he's going to make it. Uh, you know, on the show he wasn't that big. Um, you know, I probably looked like 165. So I think uh, I don't know if he just changes his eating habits or what. Um, but uh, I, I think he'll, he'll be okay. <laughs> Were you like taunting him with, with like food during the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring the bags of Doritos, stuff, leaving it. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. Now you've already—is it hard? Now you've already beaten him twice. Uh, is it hard getting up for a guy that you've beaten twice? Well, you see my penis pic. You tell me. Come on, I get up for anything, man. <laughs> I, that, yeah, it's exactly. I swear to God, I was like, man, this guy's got the most twisted human being. I, I, I like, never would have. But no, but is it hard? I mean, is it hard? It's not like a, let's let's say you 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 were fighting Aldo or like Pettis. Would that be more? Of a yeah, guy? no. You know what, man? For me, it's, I mean, you know, uh, I've been in some big fights, and and you know, for me, it's easy to get up, man. I you know, BJ to me is a threat. He still he still uh, has a lot of abilities, and I don't want to lose. So you know, just just for the fact that you know, I want to make sure, and I'm unprepared, and you know, I don't, I don't lose a fight. I don't, I don't think I should. Is it, enough to get me uh, motivated. 
Yeah, I mean, you, uh, you're one of these guys, man. I was looking through like some of your, your like high school records, and you know, you're, you took second in the state in high school, and then you took fifth in the state as, as, as a senior. Then you went to nationals and took second, right, in the nationals yeah. in high school. Now, does that, is that one of the things that like, can, like drives you, was knowing that you didn't take first, and you're like, you have something to prove? I, you know, I don't know. I just like to work out. I like to compete. So, um, you know, I guess maybe you kept you an edge to me, you know, taking second in the state, second high school nationals. Uh, you know, I fell short of All-American, uh, you know, in the All-American round, you know, close match. So, you know, I always have that, uh, you know, get to the top but not quite there. And, uh, you know, it's nice when uh, I finally won the world title for UFC, actually. Oh, that was that was awesome. I mean, uh, by the way, those, those great Maynard fights, I've never seen a person <laughs> recover – like that. I mean, what is that? That's the Rocky stuff. I, I will never know yeah. what that's like, thank God. But, <laughs> but like, take me through. Like, when you, when you, when you get punched that way, or you, you, like, you're out, and then you come back, what is going through your head? What is, that, what is like, that like? Yeah, you know, you know, I don't really remember much of it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you, you just, uh, you kind of come to in, in the middle of a round, I guess you could say. You know, and uh, you're almost like, man, what am I doing here? So I remember in one of my fights, I uh, I hurt my ankle real bad. I, if you watch, I fell on it, fell backwards on it. And it come like third round, I remember coming to kind of, and I'm like, damn, what's happened to my foot? I had no idea what happened to my foot. And so I watched it after. That's crazy. So you're in a fight, okay? You get hit. You don't know, and then all of a sudden, like, time's gone. You don't know, and then all of a sudden you get hit again, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm back in a fight right now? Yeah, it's, it's happened before. It's just happened before, you know. Or you kind of come too slowly, but uh, you, you it like seems like when you, watch, when you watch it afterwards, you remember better. Wow, Jake, has that ever happened to you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's times where you're like, you and you're trying not to show that if you if you get hurt or you're a little dazed or whatever it may be. So you're, you're just trying to stay in the fight. You're like, well, I'm gonna, you know, you're not gonna show the the weakness, and you're trying to come through. You're like. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm good. I'm good. You know. Yeah, you're almost trying to tell yourself you're good too. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. <laughs> now, now you have this hot Italian wife. Does uh, does she yell at you afterwards? Like, why do you keep getting hit? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. She's just like, you know, I'm gonna kill her. I'm kidding. She's gonna have a heart attack over there sometimes. <laughs> How long have you guys been together for? Uh, we've been dating for like since I was nineteen, twenty. Yeah, so a long time. Twelve, thirteen years. Wow. Yeah, I've been married at the almost six now, so That's I've been together for a while. That's great. Now, were you like uh, in high school? Were you like a, a, a stud? Were you the, the guy who like hooked up with lots of girls, or were you basically just very serious? No, I was an athlete. You know what I mean? And I like to have fun. You know, I was a typical typical wrestler, I guess you could say. Maybe I lived on the Jersey Shore. You know, so go figure, right? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> some of those women in the Jersey Shore are so hot. Uh, very, uh, very annoying, but man, they're hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said it, man. You said it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even like uh, I know that. Like, are you st- are you still friends with uh, Jay Wow? I am. I uh, we are we are still friendly with them. Uh, Roger, her her boyfriend, her fiance now. Um, yeah, I've known him from the past. He's from Tom's River, so or at least he moved to Tom's River. You know, he lived there for a while. So I was friends with him, and then he actually introduced introduced us to Jay Wow. It's funny, guy. Joey, uh, Joey Diaz. Whenever I, 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 I mean, you know, you know, you know Joey Diaz, right? Yeah, yeah. Whenever your name gets brought up, he's like, "Let me tell you, this is why Frank Yeager's gonna win." Have you ever been to Tom's River? Have you ever been to Tom's <laughs> yeah. River? He goes, "Man, those boys in Tom's River, they don't mess around. They don't mess around in Tom's River. Those are the toughest motherfuckers." Like he just goes off about yeah. how tough guys are from Tom's River. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, I hear some stories of him." 
Uh, you know, he's talking about some fights he had in the diners back in the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I lived in Jersey. There's some there's some tough mofos there, man. Like they are, they're they're beasts. It's, you know, these guys guys are tougher there. They act tough. One or the other. Yeah, so, one or the know. other. It, it's always my cousin's the toughest guy you'll ever meet. That kind <laughs> exactly. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But Frankie and I sat down when he was um taping the um this last season of the Ultimate Fighter, and he told me a good story about. Tell him about the story about the um, your pants catching on fire. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was uh, demoing some gas pipe. Uh, and my father's a plumber. I worked for him, so I was demoing some gas pipe on top of a roof, and the you know sparks coming off the uh, off the chop saw, and, uh, and my pants kind of a little frayed, so they went up. And I was freaking throwing my ripping my pants off on the roof. I think I school wasn't in. I had like, to come down in my drawers. <laughs> oh man, that would have been terrible for you. That's when you. Yeah, that's when yeah. you realized you wanted to be a fighter, right? You needed. A, you wanted to leave the the the, the family business, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely. Uh, you know, I was. I thought that's what I was going to do, but I started training, and uh, you know, fighting became a, a realistic avenue. But yeah, yeah, was uh, happy that I was able to do that because I wasn't the best plumber, I guess you could say. Your dad's a tough guy too, though, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, he, he's uh, he's he's a maniac. He's. Uh, you know, six years old, still gets up four in the morning, goes to work and stuff. He's nuts. Yeah. I was uh, I was in Houston when you fought Gray Maynard, and um, and I ran into your dad in the elevator, and he was like, "So who you got in the fight?" And I didn't know it was your dad. He was like, "Who you got in the fight tomorrow night?" And I said, "Frankie." <laughs> he sets everybody up with that. I'm like, yeah, and, uh, and I said, like "I said that. I got Frankie," and he was like, "He's a good man, good man." I was like, "You got Frankie yeah. too?" He's like, "Yeah, that's my son." And I was like, "Holy yeah. smokes!" I'm so glad that I didn't say Gray Maynard because he looked like he would beat the piss out of me. <laughs> he did that to Chuck Liddell at the fight. Chuck's like, "Yeah, Gray." My dad's like, "Oh, yeah." Like, oh, Chuck, like, oh, well, my bad. Now, is that your stepdad or your, or your biological dad? Uh, it's my stepfather, but, uh, you know, we pretty much, uh, you know, he's been married to my other kids, so, you know, I consider him a dad, you know? Nice. Now, did you know your Now, is, is your dad part of your life still or no? Your dad, yeah, dad? yeah, I'm, I'm still, I still, I still talk to him too, yep. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, now, I know that, uh, after after you beat BJ Penn, um, so there's probably uh, who who do you want to fight after that? Whoever's going to get me close to, to a title shot, close another shot at, at Jose if he's you know sticking around. So um, you know one of the top guys at the time is uh, you know I guess since I'm not fighting for a while, um, you know I guess some guys will fight each other and that'll see what, who, who rises to the top. And I like to fight one of those guys that are in line for a title shot. It seems like a lot of uh, seems like like you were. It seems like all the fights that you've lost, like could could have went your way. Um, like I, I even wrote a joke that Frankie Edgar received his black belt, but they gave it to Ben Henderson. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it, it does. It seems like like you know you you at one point you were fourteen and one, and then you had three losses in a row uh, to Ben Henderson and to uh, Aldo. I mean, I mean, I mean to uh, yeah to Aldo and the two to Ben Henderson. The, the first Ben Henderson, I could say, okay, I could see how the judges... The second Ben Henderson, I thought, was a complete robbery. That, that I thought, you won. Uh, and the Aldo fight, I thought, could have went your way, too. Uh, now, is there yeah, some... Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it sucks, man, being so close, but yet, you know, so far, I guess, you know, kind of figure it. But, um, you know, it, uh, it's not something uh, it's easy to deal with. You know, I kept finding myself up there. It's kind of, I kept finding myself in these situations, but, uh, you know, I like to say I, I prepare as much as I can and bring it in fights, but uh, sometimes the cards don't pull your way. I mean, now, are you, after, like, after those losses, 
Like, I remember when I used to wrestle in high school, I, if, I, if I lost a match, I would get depressed for like a week. I, even sometimes with shows, if I have a bad show, a big show, and I, I bomb, it takes me a while to get over it. Now, how do you, how do you cope with, uh, with like losing those fights? I mean, I, you know, I come home, I got my kids, I got a four, five and, and three-year-old, and they, they don't know what the hell I just did in the weekend. They see me all beat up. They still don't even act like it, which is crazy. But, uh, you know, they, they, they bring you right back to reality. You know I mean? What am I going to do? I, I, like I said, I, I gave it, you know, I, I do think I, I, I can't regret anything. I, I prepared as much as I could. I felt I showed up, you know, performed well. It just didn't go my way. <clears throat> do, you, do you ever worry that, um, that you take too many punches? No, nah, I, I mean, I feel fine, you know. Uh, I haven't heard anybody say anything yet, but uh, I don't think it was only a couple fights I, I took some big shots. It wasn't really uh, over and over over a long period of time, you know. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I think the uh, the uh, Maynard fight was probably the one you took the most uh, punches. Yeah, probably both made the, the, the two and three with Maynard, you know. I took some uh, some good shots. But any other fight, I look like I got some damage, but uh, I don't think I've, I've been hit with a big, big shot in, in, except the nose and maybe the upkick from Benson in the first fight. Yeah, that was a, that was quite an upkick. I, I I remember I like sparred one time at New York Sports Club and I, I had headgear on and I had a headache for like for like like six hours. <laughs> I mean, do you, do, does like your head just totally ring afterwards? Uh yeah, uh yeah. Usually for the day day after, and by by the time that you know like a day and a half, your 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 head's hurting. Jesus. That night is just brutal sometimes. <laughs> You know, it's like it's like your wife's super cool, and she's like, you know, make give you a, a bath and a massage, and like you know. Yeah, she definitely takes care of me. I, I can't complain. You know, takes care of me and my crazy kids. So we'll take care. That's awesome. Yeah, you got you have a hot wife. I, I like I love yeah, my, when, I, when I when I saw you on that like True Life special. It was the first time I remember your wife was just such a like a it just seemed like a nice family. It's like, come on, Frankie. It was just it was like <laughs> I feel like I like because I I grew up in in uh, Long Island, so I feel like I like knew you guys for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very very yeah. supportive uh, supportive environment. Yeah, she's been around my whole wrestling career to college and stuff, so she gets it. You know, she's a good. Uh... A good spouse for an athlete, I guess. I guess you know. Does she have any hot friends to put out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe back in the day, they'd be something. But you know, time time has a way of taking care of that. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the years haven't been kind. <laughs> exactly. Now, now Dana said that uh, if Pettis fights Aldo, uh, for, by the way, who do you think wins that fight, Pettis or Aldo? I don't know. Um, I think Pettis would give him some problems just because you know he's long and rangy and he, he deals with kicks very well and that's that's Aldo's best suit you know so I think Pettis might give him some trouble w- w- with that aspect. And then as far as Cub Swanson, he said that if that happens. Cub is going to fight Mendez for the belt, for the uh, interim belt. How do you see that fight going? Um, I think Mendez is just a little more complete, you know, with uh, with his takedown takedown abilities. Do you, is that? Uh, uh, is like working for um, Fox or working as a commentator. Is that something that you would possibly want to do in the future? Uh, you know, I've, I've definitely uh, uh, dabbled in it. Um, it's cool. Uh, I could see myself doing it in the future. I don't know if I want it to be my main gig, but uh, that's something I, you know, I like to, uh, you know, continue to, uh, you know, try again and, and dabble in a little bit. Yeah, I think people would love to hear from you. I mean, you got definitely. Uh, there's no one that could ever doubt, like, Frankie Edgar, you know. I mean, didn't they have a, a parade for you after you beat Big BJ Penn the first time? They did. They did. I flew home from Abu Dhabi for, like, 15-hour flight. And 
that we did this parade. They had a bunch of fire trucks and stuff. It was, it was cool. It was cool. That would suck if you think it's like a fire and all of a sudden it's like <laughs> Frankie. Yeah. Actually, that'd be <laughs> people, people were bitching though because they're they were like ranking, you know, blowing their horns throughout the whole town. People were bitching about it. It's funny. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Do you have any uh, questions <laughs> for Jake Ellenberger? Jake, when are you up next? Um, April 26th in uh, Baltimore, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we got, we got, I have some guys fighting there. I'll be, uh, I'm going to check you out. Baltimore oh, nice. Close stuff, so. nice. Who are you fighting? Who are you fighting? Uh, Tarek Safferdine. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I did see that. Cap from Strike Force, but yeah, it was, we were supposed to fight in January. I had a little setback, little little hamstring injury, but uh, all good to go now. So right, yeah, I mentioned, right. man, can't wait to get back in there. That's it, man. Good luck. Hey, hey Frankie, I got a question for you. This is a T Rex, by the way. Um, I got a question for you. Were you there when um, after the Benson Henderson fight? Benson Henderson. God, I can't talk right now. Ben Henderson. <laughs> Benson Henderson fight when uh, Malky Kawa got knocked out. I mean, I was, I didn't see anything, but I heard something from, you know, commotion, but I didn't see anything. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Is this true? Uh, that's a true story. Malky got knocked out by who? By, uh... Milky Mouse? <laughs> by who? By, uh, Ali. Um, from the World Series of Fighting? From the World Series of Fighting. He knocked out Malky Kawa? He knocked out Malky Kawa. When was this? It was after the Benson Henderson fight afterwards. Henderson versus Thompson? No. Oh, the... Frankie. Oh, Frankie. Yeah. Oh, after you... Really? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Apparently, I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see anybody hit anybody, but I heard a commotion. That's all. I, I talked to I talked to Ali afterwards because I saw it on Twitter, and then I called him, and he was like, he was like, yeah, his, uh, Malky was being very disrespectful. Um, Frankie's mom was taking <laughs> the loss very rough, and he was like, since you know they were over there laughing, and he was like, I just I just lost it, and went over there, and he hit like three people. Wait, so <laughs> wait, wait, so Frankie, okay, let's all right. So Frankie's mom was was upset that Frankie lost. Yeah. All right. They were laughing at Frankie's mom. I don't know if they were laughing at Frankie's mom, but he said they were being very disrespectful and that Malky was laughing. And then, Al- then Ali came over and just knocked out uh, Malky Kawa? Yes, yep. That's wow. <laughs> on the street. And, and wait, and then Frankie, you don't know about this story? Come on, that's BS. <laughs> Hey, hey! I didn't see, I didn't see anything. I said I heard something. I heard. Oh, something. You, I heard a commotion. <laughs> I heard a commotion. Yeah, you, you heard, I heard a little something. Yeah, this is it. You're, you're definitely from Jersey. I don't know. I didn't see nothing, man. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. <laughs> that's wow. That's crazy. I didn't. I had no idea. We have to get Ali on the podcast to tell us about this. He'll probably downplay yeah. it. Uh, but I also saw a tweet from one of the Fertitta brothers to Ali afterwards, saying what? I'm not going to tell you. Come on. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Really? Oh, but you don't like my gossip about 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 uh, was, Ronda it was, Rousey. It was and... from one of the guys that said, "Nice, <laughs> a, a good a good work." Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, I probably awesome. put myself I mean, out there like I did with the. Oh, but the I mean, that's not Jones. awesome. But that's 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 crazy, is what it is. That that is nuts. That is... <laughs> so Frankie fighting. Uh, you're, you're fighting BJ Penn. BJ Penn's a legend. Uh, it's going to be another great fight. Uh, you know, Frank, you're one of these guys I was thinking about you, man. Like, you know, you obviously have power. You, 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 you dropped a lot of people. But I think that you also kind of ruin fighters. Fighters are never the same after they fight you. You look at, uh, like, Gray Maynard after he fought Edgar. He, his, his, his career has never been the same. It's kind of like girls after leaving Nick Newell. Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> Yeah, we we had we, we we had Nick Newell on last time, who said he ruins women with his. Uh, okay, but I'm saying oh, oh, that he. Oh man. <laughs> he said he he said he would ruin a woman, but it just seems like also. Um, but he also said yeah, but look at B J Penn, never the same after losing to you. 
Do you think, I, I remember when I, I met Freddie Roach uh, at, at Wildcard, and he said sometimes guys are, do, are doing you a favor by knocking you out because what really does the damage is that are those collective punches that, right. that build over you know, three mm-hmm. to five mm-hmm. rounds. Is there, is there truth to that? Are you ruining fighters? I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not trying to, to ruin anybody. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just fighting, dude. But uh, me, me and Gray had some battles. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, he hasn't really bounced back since then. But, you know, BJ has been, you know, I had up and down, ups and downs. I think he's just at 170. It's too small for 170. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't know how he's going to make one. I don't think he's been 145 since birth. But <laughs> but I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm I'm uh, you know BJ Penn. I'll watch any fight he's in. You will watch any fight you're in. So uh, two legends colliding, and I hope you get that belt back, man. I really do. I I will be Me too, man. Me get too. that belt back, hey, Frankie. Frankie, you ever, you ever look back and just see like everything that you've accomplished and, and who you've beaten? You know, there's there's not many people that can say they've done what you've done. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I I try not to do that yet because I don't feel like I'm. There to be reflect. I'm not. The, I'm not in the reflecting stage yet. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of want to just keep climbing and keep adding more people to that to that list. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. You know what you should do, man. Here's here's my advice. Uh, beat Penn, beat Aldo, beat Pettis, beat everybody. That's my advice. That, that'd, be, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> that'd be beautiful. <laughs> that'd be beautiful. And then tell some of your. There's got to be a couple. Uh, of like your wife's hot slutty friends that are like divorced now that have like some implants or something and like you know (laughs) some some tattoos on the above their ass cheek that like you know that could hang out with a comedian I'm I'm just saying there's gotta be one or two right you come come around the way we'll make something work nice thank you man well thank you for being on our podcast dude it's a pleasure we'll have you on anytime you want man Frankie you got it man it was a good time later Frankie take care alright guys take care man all right, that was Frankie Edgar. Uh, I love talking to that dude. Guy, one of man. the most entertaining guys to watch fight, hands down. He really is. It's like watching Rocky. Yep. It's mm-hmm. like watching Rocky, and uh, he's it's just a genuine guy. You know, that's he's everything about like when I w- look at like okay UFC, what people when I look at what I think should be the like the the you know, face the face of the UFC. I think I think of, you know you Jake, and I think of Frankie, and I, I think there are certain guys out there that just man. It's like they don't, you never hear them yeah, he's into never, scandals. He's or, never involved in anything negative. No trash talking. Right. I, I mean, I mean, not the trash talking isn't bad. I, everyone likes trash talking sometimes, mm-hmm. but not, but none of this like, you know, you just you never see him on you know getting a a, a DUI or getting right. popped for steroids or getting popped for this. Or, it's always like you just see a hardworking, rugged, tough guy that is a family guy, and I just I don't know. I have so much respect for Frankie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't like Frankie, you don't know Frankie. Yeah, if you don't like Frankie, uh, you don't like Jesus. So, <laughs> you're an evil person. You, you really are. If you don't like Frankie, there's really something wrong with you, honestly. Right. And I, I, I'm not saying if you don't respect Frankie. Maybe you don't, but I can't even. How do you not like him? How do you not like yeah. the guy? How do you not like him if you're a fighter? Just fan? as a person. As a person, as, right. a, as, a, as, a, as a thing. You might, I mean, maybe, maybe you'll say, well, you know, he, he I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of what you would say if you didn't like Frankie Edgar, but I can't think of much. Well, so although some, people, some people still think that, like, the BJ Penn that won the, the first fight. Maybe, maybe you're a huge BJ Penn fan and you think that he got robbed by Frankie Edgar. You're, so you're just delusional. Yeah, I thought Frankie <laughs> won that fight, that first one. You know, but there is that whole thing of, like, if you don't knock out the champ, or really dominate the champ should you win? Personally, I think yes. If you win the fight, you win the fight. Mm-hmm. But I remember like in boxing, like my dad, if you talk to my dad, my dad, oh, you got to beat, beat the, the champ. champ to be the so, champ. To, yeah, so there are people right. that still have that, but you can't start doing that now all of a sudden. That's the problem. You can't say, okay, from now on, you have to beat the champ, mm-hmm. you know? 
So you just can't I, have it both ways, right? Can't have both ways, like, especially with fighting. I so, thought he got robbed in the the Benson fight, though. Second one, like, the yes. first one, I could see Benson winning that fight. I, you know, I could see it both ways. I, I, but the second one, I was like, Dude, this is bullshit. This is yeah, complete bullshit. I was, and I, and I like both guys. I was just like, this is this is crazy. This is absurd. The thing is, I don't like. I think Frankie's got good power. He doesn't. Ha- he doesn't have that. You know. Explosion Hector Lombard type power to put guys away. He obviously can put guys away, but he can't. It doesn't seem to like that's the issue he sometimes runs up against. When you don't have that, like, you know, David Tua type power or, or you know, certain guys out there. But he's fighting tough guys. Fighting very tough guys. You know, it's oh, like yeah. you can make the argument he doesn't have the power, but he's fighting tough no, guys. No, I think he punch, has power, right? but you have certain guys yeah. like, like Jake's power. Jake, I mean, Jake just ends it. You know, there are certain guys out there that just uh, Hector Lombard. Uh, who else has at, at, at one? You know, uh, even even Dodson's got some serious power. Lawler, Robbie mm, Lawler is a yeah. perfect example of a guy that could just end a fight right away. <laughs> you know, um, one thing he's, he's Frankie. Ridiculous. If one thing though, Frankie is is you're not gonna outwork Frankie. The guy, he's just oh, yeah. he keeps a pace, and it's like, man, I'm I'm tired watching it. Like, yeah, he uh, has an endless gas tank. Yeah, no, endless right. And, he, and I mean, he did. I mean, he 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 did stop Gray Maynard in the second fight. Maynard's not. Well, I think he was the first guy to stop Gray Maynard. So he does have he does have power. And he puts guys on their asses. So he, he does have power. All right, we got a. I'm excited for our, to talk to our, our next guest. He was the winner of the Ultimate Fighter Smashes. So far, he's undefeated in the UFC. Uh, he trains out in San Diego. He's he's a badass. Irish dude. Storm and Norman Park. How are you, man? I'm good, yeah. I'm good. How's you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. Well, welcome to the MMA Roasted Podcast. Uh, how, how's, how, how's San Diego? Oh, it's nice. It's warm. It's better than back home anyway. It's, um, it absolutely frees the bollocks off you back home. So I'm glad to be here in, in California getting some uh, working on my tan, you know? How long have you been, how, how long have you been here for? Um, I just got here like about a few weeks ago. It's my third week here today, so um, yeah, I'm loving it. You know, training's going well. Um, I'm just getting ready for this uh, this fight in three weeks' time. Now, uh, the women in San Diego have to be much hotter than the ones in Ireland. Am I right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I better watch my word too. You know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they they're, they're pretty cool here in uh, California. Yeah, they're. Because some nice asses, fat asses. Yeah. <laughs> now, do they love your accent? Do they go crazy for your accent? Um, kind of. Sometimes, you know, they'd be like, uh, they seem to think I'm uh, Scottish or else I'm Australian. You know, that's that's what they first think until I tell them I'm from Northern Ireland. So, yeah, I got to reassure them on that. You know. Right now, uh, growing up, I, I I hear you you uh you had a lot of issues growing up in Northern Ireland. Like it was uh, MMA kind of saved your whole life. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, but back in back in our country, there's not really much to do for, especially where I come from. I I come from the middle of nowhere, you know, and uh, there was barely anything for us to do growing up. And the only thing we really had was football, you know. I wanted I wanted to try and go to the boxing club, the nearest boxing club, but I never had the I never had the, um, the transport to get there, and it was about forty kilometers away. So I just ended up playing football most of my life, and then. I wanted to change, you know, because I was end up, you know, I was hanging on the streets, you know, messing around with just the wrong crowd, really. And one thing led to another, you know, I thought, I'll keep going the way I'm going, I'm going to end up behind bars for a long time. So then I found this judo club that was in my, my hometown where I'm from, Bush Mills. And uh, that was it, you know, that gave me something to, you know, focus on my energy on. 
you know, so That's I great. just led from there. I, I hear the streets in Ireland have no name. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> nah, they got some weird names, I can tell you that. <laughs> some weird ones. That's, uh, now, I'm a, now I, I remember now... Now Conor McGregor is getting a huge buzz. Uh, he, he's sort of becoming like a almost a. I mean, he's a a, a star already in the UFC. Right. He's had two fights, and then is there some kind of rivalry between you and Conor? Um, okay. we were in a fight like um, back whenever we were on the local scene. Um, we lost to the same guy. Um, we lost to the same guy, and everyone wanted to see us fight. Um, but personally, I got off against the guy. He was the one that was being all beefy with me. So, you know, I'm, I'm up for any challenge. I'm, I'm ready to fight anyone. So I don't make no difference to me. Um, it's just going to be the same result any time. So, but personally, you know, yeah, he's doing well for himself, you know, and I wish him all the best. But, you know, it's just the way the game goes. Yeah. I mean, is there any kind of resentment where you're like, hey, what about me? I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm also from Ireland. No, I'll just... No, to be honest, I just let my, my I let all my, my action in the case do all the talking, you know. Um, but I mean, you know, as UFC love, you know, is is very marketable, and people, you know, the UFC love people like that. But I'll just go and do my thing, you know. I'll just be who I am, and I'll be true to myself, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, I I know you 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 haven't lost in uh, four years. You're fighting a guy. Uh, you're fighting Leonardo dos Santos, who's a four-time world. BJJ champion in Brazil. He took fourth in Abu Dhabi. How do you plan on dealing with this guy's ground game? Well, I'm training with a lot of great guys here. We got we've got a few good black belts here at the minute, so I'm rolling with them nearly every day, and they find it hard to try and shift me off top of them, you know. So, and I'm very hard to take down as well. So, and plus he's lanky, you know. I think he's like six one or six two or something like that. So, he's going to have to work real hard to get me down. And plus, once he gets me down, he's got to keep me there. So. I'm sharing with some great people. Um, we've got some Division One wrestlers here as well, and and they very hard to take me down. So it's going to be a tough night for them. I can tell you that. Yeah, I know. Are you worried that you're fighting in Brazil? I mean, Brazilians uh, in Brazil are like a record of like 300 and, and like 14 or something. I mean, it's <laughs> it seems to kind of they seem to kind of throw you to the wolves in Brazil. Are you nervous about fighting in Brazil? No, I'm you know. I'm welcome to any challenge. Uh, most of my life, I was always fighting across the water anyway in England, so I was always getting booed. So <clears throat> I don't really make any difference to me because once the cage door shuts, uh, the crowd ain't there. You know, it's just a blur. It's just me and him. You know, he can have the crowd backing him up and, you know, getting all crazy when I walk out and shit like that. But that don't make no difference. Once once that click of that, that, that door just shuts, it's just me and him. And once I get settled into the fight, it's, it's all me. Now, you were a, an I- Irish freestyle wrestling champion. Is that right? Uh, well, I did judo for a long time, and then uh, we, we, we decided to try wrestling, you know, because judo was basically a form of wrestling just without the gate. So we would just, the, um, our judo club would just, just travel to these wrestling competitions. They never knew who the f*** they were. Um, and we were going in and just f***ing them all up. And they were like, <laughs> where, you know? And then all we saw was judo in the background, so they never ever wanted to compete against us. But, yeah, I won a couple of competitions, you know. Not the high, high level, but, you know, a pretty decent level, so... I like to think that it's good enough to compete um, in the UFC. Anyway, I had no idea there was even wrestling in Ireland. That's a uh, that's a huge. That's new to me. G- that's really good because it seems like that seems to be the one Achilles heel. That here, 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 here! I'll stop you. Don't you underestimate us Irish people or Northern Irish people or British people? Don't you underestimate us at all? Our ground game is good as you Americans. <laughs> if not better, and let me tell you, our takedown defense is good. Our wrestling is good. So. 
I'll hold you that one. I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying it just seems like the one Aquila's heel for guys from Ireland and and England have been wrestling. I'm not. I'm not saying that your ground game isn't any. It's probably a badass. I'm sure you would. You would kick well, the shit the out thing, of me. But see, that's the thing. That's the thing. These Americans look ugly. Think, oh, we Ireland. You know, all these harbors boxes over there. The ground game shit. They ain't got this. They ain't got that. Let me tell you, I'm one of the most well-rounded fighters in this whole division. And soon enough, you'll see. I can guarantee you, I'll hold my word to that. You'll see soon enough, I'm telling you. Storm and Norman, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan. You don't have to uh, prove it to me, but I would like to see that. Sure, why not? <laughs> and of course I want to see that. I, w- I wouldn't have you on the show if I didn't want to see that. Now, uh, now I, do, I do have to say that we had Isaac Valley Flag on the show uh, who said that uh, he made a joke about you looking like Sloth from the Goonies, uh, and then <laughs> really is there some kind of is there some kind of beef between you and Isaac Valley Flag? I don't know. I it's way back like a few months. I don't know, like three months ago or something. Someone tagged me and him on the street like like to see us fight. But I was like, no problem, I'll fight him. And then he was like, yeah, I'll f- you up. So I was that. I just it just bled from there, and we just ended up slagging the face on for like for a couple of months and. Then he gets his fight, you know, and I said, well, you wonder if the next fight could happen. And, um, but then he lost his next fight there, so I don't know what way it's going to work out. Right. And by the way, you don't like Sloth and the Goonies. I actually looked up uh, the Goonies guy, Sloth, and I, I don't even... I, don't, <laughs> I laughed. I, I, what are you I, I he laugh, looks more, you know, more like Chunk. <laughs> what a motherfucker here. He, he's no he's no fucking oil painting himself, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, you're training over at Alliance, correct? Oh, yeah, I'm a Lions here right now, yeah. Just, so, um, just finished morning class. We just had sparring this morning. So you're training with uh, Dominic Cruz and uh, Phil, homie, Phil Davis Chandler. and Michael Chandler? Yeah, there's loads of guys here right now, yeah. There's loads of guys getting ready for the fight. So we're just fucking putting the time in, <sighs> training real hard every day. And, you know, we got loads of guys there just wanting to go for the same thing. There's loads of fucking motivation there. There's, you know, I'm sleeping in the gym. I live in the gym, sleeping in the gym. Wake up, go down. There's no excuse if you're trying to bluff your way from training. It's just right down the stairs, so it's um, I'm right where I need to be. And, wait, wait, you're sleeping in the gym right now? Wait, wait, you're sleeping in the gym? Oh yeah, yeah I'm sleeping up the stairs in the gym. You know, why, why, why less Brazilian sitting all down there with his family, all cushy, cushy. You know, I'm here fucking aware of my comfort zone. So I already have to fight one in my head, man. I'm telling you, the fight's already one inside my head. So nice. just quite going to show it to everyone else. Where do you shower? In the gym. Oh, you shower in the gym. So you wake up. Yeah, I do. I do fuck in the gym. Wow. Fucking sleep in the gym, eat in the gym, fucking wank in the gym, do everything, man. No, <laughs> 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 so everything you're imagining, that's what's happening. You wait, know? You're, wait, you're wanking in the gym? Do you put weights okay, on your wrist when you're doing it? Nah, uh, no, no, I'm not saying that there, you know. I'm not going too far. I'm not, I don't. I don't. I'm not going to go too deep with that, you know. <laughs> That'd be great if, like, you like wank on the mats and someone rolls on oh. it, and then she gets no, pregnant. No, with no, her no, kid. no, oh. no, definitely not. <laughs> so, that now, um, after you win the Ultimate Fighter, smashes. Are you a celebrity in Ireland? Oh, yeah, everyone knows everyone in Ireland, you know. So um, everyone knew I was fighting for a long time, so I was pretty popular that way, but. Whenever I did one nail with my fighter, it was kind of lifted my profile a little bit. So, to be honest, I don't give a f***ing shit about all that publicity shit. I don't care about it, you know? I don't really mean that. Me. I just go out and fight, that's it. Go train with my people. 
come back, have a party after fighting, that's it. That's where it's always going to be, you know. I keep my circle very small <clears throat> because there's only certain people trust in this game, you know. Just yeah. keep the, the ones that are meant to be there, and that's the way it's always going to be. How many how many chicks did you smash afterwards? <laughs> how many what chicks, man? I'm fucking. I got a fiance, like. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So none. <laughs> so no, it's- yeah, I got I, I got a girl back home. You know, she's good. So oh, nice. that's enough for me, man. I keep my I keep my mind on the goal. You know. Is she from Ireland? Yeah, she's from North Ireland. Yeah, she's from there. Yeah, she's coming out to the fight, and uh, she'll be heading out in about three weeks' time. So. I'll get to see her then, and you know, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, you, the thing about you know what? the thing I get nervous for you guys is when you go to Brazil, is that these guys try to keep you up in the hotel, the Brazilians, and they they like you know order pizzas yeah. to you guys. And yeah, let, 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 let me cut you short. There, fight week anyway, man. I never even call, so I'm up all night anyway. So I'll even go and party with them. You know, it doesn't make too difference to me. You know, so I never sleep fight week. I'm always up twisting and turning. So. I don't really care if they're up and fucking going crazy and stuff because it's nothing new to me. Right. Well, good luck, man. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of yours, Norman. Uh, we, I know you started. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be a great fight. You know. Well, you know, after the first round, you know, he's just not meant to be there. Once I find my range, I'll just pick him apart. <clears throat> he's going to shoot from ten feet out, and he's just going to eat a knee or something. I'll have him broke after the first round. He knows it. Even in his hometown, in front of his people. Do you, have, do you have any questions for Jake Ellenberger? For Jake Ellenberger? Yeah. <laughs> Why is Where the fuck would I have questions for him? <laughs> <laughs> he's, on, he's on the show. He's one of the guys talking no, about he's, Yeah, he's a killer. I used to watch him before he even joined the UFC. He's a killer, like, special as hell, man. Heavy hands, and, you know, I wish him good luck in his next fight. Oh, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Cheers. Yeah, no problem. He's here, you know that. You know Norman. He's actually on the show. He's he's one of the guys talking. How is it? Yeah. How's it going, man? You all right? Um, doing well, bro. Doing well. Yeah. That's so funny. You good, man. I think I met him in Vegas whenever I fought Todd Godome, like last uh, July time he was there with uh, Chill Sonnen, and that's why I kind of got a brief chat to him, you know, but... Um, oh, that's yeah, he's right. Yeah. Guy. That's right. I do remember that. When yeah. You, when, are, when, are you, when are you leaving for Brazil? Hey, do you know what's the fuck... I had to get to Brazil. It's like 19 hours to get to Brazil from San Diego. And it's taxing from Ireland to, to uh, Brazil. Like 19 hours. Crazy. But going back is like 40 hours. You can stop in hotels and stay there in them airports for like 20 hours or something. Oh, Fuck man. that. Dude, that's, that's rough. You got to. But it's yeah. going to be a great flight back home. It's going to be a winning flight. You know? <laughs> Well, uh, Storm and Norman, man, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, anytime you want to come back, I want to have you back on after you win this fight. You are, uh, uh, I really respect your honesty, and uh, you're a breath of fresh air, man. Thanks for having me. All right, take care, brother. All right, that was Storm and Norman Park. Was he in an elevator? I don't know. The, the, <laughs> la, the, the last 10 seconds, I, I didn't understand what he was saying. Mm-hmm. I, but he, he was cutting out. It was hard enough to understand regardless, but, but he was uh, cutting out. But he seemed like a good guy, though. I, I liked him. He got a little passionate when I said that the wrestling was... I mean, did I say anything wrong? That, that, what did I say? If that, he was here, he probably would have smacked you. I, yeah, what, what did <laughs> I say? Like. I'm sure there's great wrestlers in England and Ireland. I'm just yeah. saying that, that <laughs> I, you know, they, don't ha- they didn't have it in high school mm. and grade school like they do in the U.S. It's all I... Right? I mean, am I, am I wrong here? You just triggered a 
yeah. <laughs> sensitive point on E. Wow. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he got very, very angry about that. Storm and Norman Park. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think I said it. Look, to all wrestlers anywhere, thank you for doing what you do. Okay? I love wrestling. It's my favorite sport in the world. And I'm happy that it's advancing. And you look at these guys like Bisbing has gotten so much better at wrestling. Oh, yeah. And other guys are, are really, I mean, you know, have, have, they're getting much, much better at wrestling. I'm just saying that in the beginning, it was harder for guys who, like, you know, like a Dan Hardy, who was so used to striking to come over and compete with American wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nothing I'm really saying is, uh, I'm not breaking any news no. here. No, 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 you, you just. <laughs> All right, more stuff to cover. Uh, so, we got last week, there was uh, Mike Pyle versus TJ Waldberger. Uh, Mike Pyle. Pyle looked <laughs> Really, really yeah, good. He looks amazing. Yep. He looked. I mean, he definitely fought a guy, TJ, who uh, just coming off a knockout loss and seemed kind of tailor made for Pyle. But uh, you know, when Pyle's on, he he's so good. You know, mm-hmm. that's that, you know, and everyone like like Joey said, he's the best guy in the gym. Mm-hmm. He's known. Have you ever trained with Mike Pyle? I have. I have quite a few times in in Vegas. He, he's a he's a killer in the gym. You know, and everyone, a lot of his coaches were like, if Mike can fight like he does in the gym. He's gonna succeed, and, and uh, it's it's cool. It's starting to come together for him, though. Yeah, nice guy. He's like 38 years old, and I actually I put on Twitter like I'm looking forward to the uh, to seeing these hot women fight this week, and I put like Ronda Rousey, uh, Sarah McMahon, and then uh, Jessica I, Mike Pyle, <laughs> and, then, and then everyone, and then uh, Ray Seffo retweeted it. And then Pyle's like, I thought he was supposed to be funny, but he's like, uh, but I, I, I like Mike Pyle. I, yeah. I think he's I think he's a good guy. I'm happy that he got a win. I, you know, he's one of those dudes. You know, he definitely. Yeah, I feel like on any given night he could beat anybody, Mike Pyle. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of uh, will he turn it on or can he turn it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica, I uh, got the loss. It was a very close fight. I think it could have went either way. I, most people had Jessica I winning. I want. I had Jessica I winning. I, I had her winning that fight. And, uh, I was pulling for her. Yeah, and the thing about Jessica, I mean, she's been through so much with mm-hmm. the and her dad, her fa- the whole thing with her, her dad. father being sick, and then the the marijuana, and then all the she. She went off Twitter because people kept hating on her, so she you know, deactivated her Twitter account, which is probably a good idea for some people. I feel mm-hmm. like some fighters get too into it on Twitter because they just they start responding to fans, and then they start like, fighting with fans. And right. Twitter is mindless noise. It's, it's, it's just made for people to, to be a keyboard warrior to hate, you know? Yeah. And especially people who like sometimes come after me and I look at their profile to a cartoon picture or something. Like you're not even putting who you are. Thirteen followers. Yeah, and you have thirteen. Right, exactly. Mm. It's like you might as well just tell the people in your apartment or your housemates. Why even put on Twitter? (laughs) So, yeah. But I I kind of hopefully Jessica I will be back. I like Jessica I, and she looks she looks pretty smoking hot. She's a good looking girl. I mean that that tattoo. I like that tattoo right above her. uh, her uh, hoo-ha, you know. I mean, it's like it's like sort of like underneath her belly button. I think it's just she's just a hot, she's a hot chick, and uh, something about her I just like. I've been, uh, I've been texting her back and forth, not like not like that, but you know, like she's texting a, her. She's, like, she's more than just a good-looking go- girl. She's a fighter. I know she's a fighter. <laughs> right. I just want to remind. Thank you, oh, okay. DJ. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I just want to really? remind you that. Oh really? You know, no, she's. Uh, I know she's a really. I mean, you want to talk about how? I mean, Cormier looked good too. You know. I don't know if you look good. <laughs> that was, that was good. a, that, 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 that took a well. really awful, <laughs> a really bizarre turn. Coming from Jessica Eyes to, to Daniel Cormier looking good. 
I mean, Cormier, I'm just saying we gotta Cormier be, might we have gotta, bigger, we, bigger boobs, but, we, but, but, but <laughs> we gotta we gotta critique them equally if we're gonna. Critique. I'm gonna critique them equally. <laughs> Look, I'm a fan. I mean, give me a break. I just, <laughs> I just I, she's a great fighter. I, th- I thought she won the fight. We want her fight. I'm just saying she happens to be, a hot, and I've been texting her like, as in like, hey, good job. I haven't been texting her like, yeah. I've been showing her, you know, penis pics. I don't even have penis pics, but if I did, then we'd all go to Frankie. Yeah, Edgar. no, I okay, said I mentioned. So, I said we were we were rooting for. Her, so. Yeah, we were rooting for. Her. Definitely. That's, that's the whole point. But thank you. You know, we so, have the uh, the Oprah Book Club over here <laughs> telling us. <laughs> so now, all right, uh, other news. The UFC announced that Gober Melendez will take on Anthony Pettis as coaches on the next Ultimate Fighter, which, you know, Josh Thompson's very upset. He thinks he's getting screwed out of this whole thing. You know, Thompson did officially lose to to Ben Henderson. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought he won that fight, but they gave it to Ben Henderson. Gilbert Melendez... How many fights has Ben (laughs) Henderson been in that, you know, like, look at the Frankie fights. Look at his fight with Gilbert Melendez. Look at his fight with... And now... um, Josh Thompson. Josh Thompson. Yeah. They were all like, man. You know, some people had Frankie. Some people had Thompson. Yeah, he's, Same thing. It's, he's it's, one of those guys. That, he's not a finisher. Well, they're all exciting fights, though. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, they're all, they're none of the other fights that you just mentioned weren't great fights. His, his athleticism fights. was off the charts. But yeah, you're yes. right. As far as like uh, finishing people would probably be <laughs> an easier way to, uh, yeah, yeah, less controversial. Time. But who, I mean, how, you're fighting the top guys, the too, top top so guys. It's yeah. So, but uh, so Josh Thompson's very upset about that, and you know, uh, I don't know. I don't blame him for being upset. You know, um, at the at the same because t- you could say that you know the Melendez fight versus Thompson. Dude, I thought that Thompson, was a close fight. No, yeah, I thought never. Thompson won the last one, and Gilbert won the first. Two for seven. First, yeah, it was. I don't know how many. There was like <laughs> thousands of fights. fights. There were all great fights. I think four. Four fights, Jesus. right? I think four. So, will you watch that? Yes, of course I'll watch that. Uh, I wrote a joke that Pettis already pulled out of the coach's challenge, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, especially with Felice and Carla and uh, Tisha Torres and these other people that are trying out Beck Hyatt. I mean, that's. First of all, the 115 pound women are mm-hmm. going to be, they're all spark plugs, and a lot of them are at least, and it's going to be fun to watch that. And then you put in Anthony Pettis and Gilbert as the coaches, I think it's going to be a great season. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I think it will be. You you know, the, a lot yeah. of enchiladas in the house. <laughs> somebody wrote actually uh, that, like, uh, somebody said that Gilbert's coaching staff of, of Nick Diaz and Shake Shields, and they just already jumped Pettis' coaching staff, which is. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, thought, I got a big laugh out of that. Um, but yeah, and that's the thing. It's like so you got you got Cedric Gracie Jiu Jitsu mm-hmm. versus um, uh, Duke Rufus. Yeah, uh, Rufus Sport. And are they going to let Ben Askren coach? Because Ben Askren has been so you know mm-hmm. somebody somebody brought up that point. I mean, they should let Ben Askren coach. I mean, are you going to find a better should. wrestling coach than Ben Askren? Probably not. I mean, who you had, you know, John Smith? I mean, who who were you going <laughs> to... I mean, so they should definitely let, you know, Ben Askren coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be funny. I think that, that coaching staff would be hilarious. If you, if you have Anthony Pettis, Sergio Pettis, Ben Askren, uh, maybe Eric Koch, or, and then the guy Mike Duke Rhodes Rufus. that we just had, Duke Rufus, mm-hmm. versus Cesar Gracie, Jake Shields, and the Diaz brothers. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> Put them all in there at the same time. Have like a, a, a Royal Rumble. I mean, think yeah. that, or, or a five-man tag team match right. or something. That's a, that's a pretty epic. Anytime you have, you know, the, the uh, scrap pack, it's going to be entertaining television <laughs> because Nick Diaz is always fun to watch. Uh, he has you no, the, do the, you know they're going to show up at the house at some point during the season? The Diaz brothers? The Diaz brothers are going to well, roll up. They're going to probably show up at like, the wrong house first. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Kick the door open. Well, Nate, Nate was on uh, season 18. Yeah, Nate was on season or 19. 19, sorry. Right. Yeah. yeah, he came for that one thing, but that was already filled with drama with right. Ronda Rousey and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch that. Do you remember when Mayhem jumped into one of Jake Shields' post-fight interviews in Strike Force? I remember that. Oh my god, That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen on television. That and was... Then, <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, and then he got Molly Watts. <laughs> and then what's his name? Was like the, the football reporter was like, guys, we're on we're TV, on guys. Yeah. Is that guys. Kurt Metaphy or No, no, it wasn't Kurt Metaphy. It was... Wow, what's that guy's name? It was... Uh, the short, uh, I mean, he looks short. I'm not sure how short he really is, but I forgot the guy. The guy's name, he used to do the Showtime. It was, I forgot the guy's name. He, he does the college football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you mean um, Gus Johnson? Yeah, Gus Johnson. The guy right there behind Yeah, you. the guy right behind <laughs> Gus, yes. Gus. And that's yeah. who that is? I thought that was uh, the guy from Star Wars. Carlton Bay. <laughs> that, 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 that is Gus Johnson. He also does our... Um, I thought that was Darth Vader. Yeah, our our Big East, our Big <laughs> East Bas- he does yeah. our Big East basketball conference Um Play by play. Yeah, mm. so I thought that was Gus. Land, you thought that was Lando Calrissian? No, no, no. The guy, uh, Edward, Edward, uh, not Edward, uh, the guy with the deep voice from Star James Wars. James Earl Jones? Yeah, I thought it was James Earl Jones. James really? <laughs> like 100 like 40, pounds lighter. Yeah. And, and 40 years younger. <laughs> on the Dolce Diet. That was the James Earl Jones on the Dolce Diet. Hey, what, what, uh, you know, I wanted to ask Jake about this. What do you think about uh, Dolce in um, Paul's Corner? In Mike like, Paul's Corner? Yeah. Like, what value what do, you do you think he added to being in this corner, because I thought that was interesting having a guy who's a dietitian now, right, mm-hmm. and nutritionist in a guy's corner. With, yeah. I mean, do you, how how much value do you see loading up your corner with too many? I mean, there could be too many sure. cooks in the kitchen, right? Sure. Um, but well, Jake's gonna have Emerald next time. He finds yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Paula Dean. You know, I've ran I've ran into that problem before. You know, we have too many. Too many coaches, too many voices in your ear, you know. And really what it comes down to is just who do you feel more comfortable with in your corner? You know, I had people, like, in some of my UFC fights, my brother would be in my corner, and, and, and I'd have people from Omaha, like, can't you have a better coach than your brother? And it's like, okay, idiot. You know, who knows me better than my brother? Right, right. right. So it's like, it doesn't come down, you know, and you can't really. So really, it's, it's really. It's, you rather it's, ever say, like, if, you, if like you lose, I'm, I'm telling mom. That ever happened, <laughs> Not that time I caught you wanking. Yeah. No, but he'll be like, Jake, what the hell are you doing, you know? So right. it's like, yeah, you know, and obviously we have a close relationship, but it really comes down to who you feel more comfortable with. And, like, in the value is, how, you know, how much value you see. And, and I know Mike really well, too, and, and he's a great guy. And, and I know they're good friends, so it you know, just comes out. It was kind of weird that the Mike Dolce was plugging UFC Fit during the fight. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> he was, like, telling him the corner, hey, man, you should try UFC Fit. You he know, had so, the microphone in. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I got a great so, meal for you if you win. <laughs> right. That's, I was wondering, what, is he giving you advice? Like, remember, don't carb load on weekends. <laughs> Like, what's that have to do with me about to go into round two? <laughs> so uh, fights this week. We got you know. There's actually a pretty good um, a good week for fights uh, on Titan FC. Uh, George Grizel is fighting Mike Ricci. I love George Grizel. He uh, he's, he's funny. Been, he's been funny on a show. as hell. Too. Funny as hell. Great guy. I didn't even know he was fighting. I had no idea until I saw this week that he's fighting Mike Ricci, who's a tough fighter. I mean, Mike Ricci's no you know no small order for anybody. Um, Hope Grigel wins. I hope he uses his, his jiu-jitsu instead of just goes out there and, you know. And, but he, he said on our show that that was one of the problems. That he didn't have a, uh, he, he didn't have a uh, sports psychiatrist. He, he, something would happen to him. He would get into the octagon or, and just who, start. Who said that? Uh, George Grigel. He said oh, he okay. never used his jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and like a fight because I, I, you know, I wrote a joke that his jiu-jitsu is so good you'll never even see it in the octagon it says, that's how advanced it is but it is I know and, and most people you'll, you'll never see it because it's like you know it, it comes back to the where's your strategy you know and, and so much of 
these fights nowadays come down to strategy. And, you know, why, why we've never seen him on the ground is, is who knows. Even Damian Maya last week, I thought, with Damian Maya versus mm-hmm. Roy McDonald, which, mm-hmm. which we didn't cover, uh, which we should cover, that was a fight which Damian seemed to gasp pretty early in that mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. But you got a guy who's, what I think he's, what, an Abu Dhabi champion? I mean, he's six-time world champion. Six-time world champion. That's crazy. And he's standing there trading with Rory. And <laughs> and exhausted himself doing it. And exhausted himself. And I would have to think. I'm. I'm. Look. I'm no Greg Jackson. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even a Tito Jackson. But but <laughs> but but I would have to think that if you're a Janet six-time wor- a Janet Jackson, <laughs> if you're a six-time world champion, Jiu-Jitsu, why not take it to the ground? I mean, that seemed look pull guard if you have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why would you get into a slugging match? Yeah. You know, the first round was dominant too. You you know, it was, some guys were like, I could have been a 10-8 round in the first round. Totally dominant. Dominated the first round, but again, it, it was more of the: Are you scoring points? Or are you trying to finish the fight? Which I thought he should have went for a submission right away, triangle, arm, arm lock, whatever. But he, he decided. I mean, he, he had a dominant position, but still, you knew as the fight went on, Rory's going to start to pick it up. And but and I, you know, is it weird watching the fight when people kept saying, "This is not the Rory we saw against Jake Ellenberger"? Like they mentioned that like ten times during <laughs> the fight. Is it weird being Jake Ellenberger and hearing that? No, you know, I just if for me it just it makes it just makes me want to want to get back in there. I mean, it, it's not weird. It just makes me like want to punch myself in the head and be like, "What are you What are you doing? What are you thinking?" In that last fight, but it's all good. We'll, we'll be back. Right. I know you will, man. I was. Uh, I'm telling you, man. It's it's hard having friends that fight because I feel like I'm. Well, I don't feel like I'm fighting because I could walk afterwards. But I do feel like, like when you lose, I'm like, oh, man, I get bumped for you. And then it's always awkward sometimes, like, talking to the person afterwards. Like, when I called you, like, you the next day. You don't know what day. to say. I, you know, like, I'm talking to everything but the fight. I'm like, hey, man, so I took home this girl last night. Is that like, <laughs> you know goddamn well you want to talk to me about the fight. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm going yeah. out of my way we both know. to not talk about the fight. I'm like, oh, by the way, did you have a fight last night? Like, just sort of, like, I'm trying to talk. So what have you been up to? Yes. <laughs> you know? Like, How was your night last night? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like I try to think of a funny story that I could tell about like me getting ass or not getting ass because those are the funny ones. And then I'm like talking yeah. to you, and then you're just confused. But is it, is, you know, it, is it weird sometimes for as a fighter afterwards, like people not knowing what to say to you? No, not really. I mean, it, it's not. It shouldn't be awkward. You know what I mean? At the, at the end of the day, it's like it, it's a one-on-one sport. One guy wins, one guy loses. So you know, you kind of know that going into it. But uh, it, it's everyone deals with different with failure differently. You know what I mean? And, and for me, it's always been uh, just motivation to get back in there and not let. And one of the best messages because after that fight, you know, I had five thousand text messages. But one of my friends back from Omaha goes, um, it, "It was literally right after the fight. It was like you 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 decide what happens next." And it just made sense. It was like, okay, you know, it, it's like anything else. You know, in life, you setbacks, shit happens. Nice. Mm. Yeah, no, it was. I remember when uh, when Mayhem lost that fight. Um, he lost that second fight. We lost to Dalloway. You know, I was like, I, I called him and I didn't know what to talk. And he he was like, he gets bummed. I Is mean, that was when like, he went berserk in the locker room. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, I'd read on like, on like a forum that that what happened was like he. I guess there was a bar. Is there a bar backstage at the UFC? I don't think so. Someone was saying was, it, I think it was in the arena, though. Someone said there was a bar where the fighters can get drinks, and they charged him for a drink hmm. after his fight, and he had just lost, and he didn't want to pay. I don't know, so he like took a. There's concessions back there. Concessions, yeah, so but there's not. It's but that's where the concession people go to get stuff. You've mm-hmm, seen that. Mm-hmm. So he called the girl a uh, c-word, right? Like, but he didn't. He said it like under his breath, like, uh, and then walked away. Well, the girl heard him, and then I guess told Dana White. And then Dana was like, "Well, you're 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 cut. 
because of that, and on top of the fact that you did something disgusting backstage. So then she I was had, already in some red tape. For yeah. Sure. So then I had told Mayhem, yeah, I heard you called that girl a c-word, and he goes, really? Oh wait, I did do that. That's why everyone's mad at me. Like I had like told him what he did, right. which was. Uh, but it is always strange. It's hard to talk to people sometimes after they lose. There's mm-hmm. always that like. I don't know. I just it's it's, it's I, I don't I never have to go through that. I have a bad set. Sometimes people don't want to mm-hmm. talk about it, but at the same time it's like a comedy set, it's not that big of a deal. But if I bombed on Leno, let's say I bombed on Leno or I bombed on someone else, I could see people trying to tiptoe around it and it would just be kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah, and too many people like to play the victim card. It's like, okay, you lost, you know. It's one of those things. That, well, what you know, it, you got to look at it like a business, you know. I got to make make some adjustments, move forward. Did like, people ever yeah. tell you, like, I thought you won, but you know that they're just saying that to your face, and then, like, you don't know who to believe? No, no I, I'm pretty, I, I know in my head <laughs> if I won or not, so it's like... Did your brother keep it, like, 100% real with you and easy? Like, what the hell were you doing in there? 100. Really? Nice. He that, always does the, I don't know why you did that, and it's like... Because <laughs> I've, I've, I've had people say good set to me after I know I've had a bad set, right. and then I start questioning whether or not that person's a real friend. Because <laughs> yeah. I go, you know what, that... They're saying good set, but I know that wasn't a good set, and that, they're just trying to be nice. And then well, I'm like, what are they telling behind my back? What are they saying? So I was wondering if that. Well, what do you want to hear after a bad set? Do you want to hear you sucked, man? No, I don't want to hear you bad. sucked. I, I don't want to hear I was off. off. I know what would happen. Yeah. So they're being they're being your friend by keeping you up. Mm-hmm. At the same time, yeah, they're lying to me. Though. Yeah, they, but maybe know? they thought that you were funny, <laughs> like, right? Or, like the worst would say, hey. I thought you were funny. Exactly. That's the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> I thought you were funny. I thought worst. you were funny. Because, you know, yeah, then, then why weren't you laughing when I was on stage? Why could I hear a rat pissing on yeah. cotton in the back? It's like when, when Jake loses. A butterfly doing push-ups. I'll play yeah. devil's advocate. When Jake loses a fight, he knows he lost. Like, there's no de- really debate. But there no. But a set, like, some people Subjective. think you're funny and some people I, would, I, would, I would say the exact opposite. Sometimes you could be funny and the crowd doesn't laugh. But you know that you, know that you were funny. It's just that it was the crowd. Yeah. Whereas Jake... Like could lose a split decision, and he could think that right. he he could think that he won, yeah. and you know a lot. I mean, how many fighters? I know so many fighters that think that they won fights that the judges say they lost, and maybe the judges are right, maybe they're not, but they still think they won that yeah. fight. Because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go to a comedy comedy show or you know I'll watch it on HBO or whatever, and I won't laugh out loud one time, but I'll be like, man, that was the funniest thing I ever watched, and I didn't laugh one time. You're very strange. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm horrible. You're the worst. I'm, I, I hate people I'm like that you. Night <laughs> joke, joke, people I'm like, damn, laughing. you were funny, but I just oh. I sat there and just enjoyed it and soaked British it British people you know? are like that. Normally, people yeah. from England, they, they, they politely, they, they acknowledge it's funny, but they don't, they're trained and they're younger that like laughing out loud is like is it a sin or something? Chris Spencer does it all the time. I'll say something funny to Chris, and Chris will be like, "That's hilarious." Yeah, but he'll be serious. He's like, "You know, that's hilarious," but he won't laugh once. Not oh, a I single get... laugh. Yeah, that's hilarious. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah. No. you really, you really <laughs> triggered some emotion there. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Oh, that's the worst. Or people laugh at, or people laugh at everything. I've had that before. Oh, yeah. Where even I go to an audition <laughs> and I see the casting people are laughing at everything you do, where you don't trust that you were funny at all because they're like, well, they're laughing at everybody, so it's not really. Right. Like, there's no way that I could be funny because it's like, but that's all mental games. But I don't know. All right, so this week, Gurgel is fighting Mike Ritchie. Matt Riddle is listed on the card. I thought Matt Riddle said he was done with fighting and that he would he make. He was high when he said that. He said that he would make more money at McDonald's <laughs> than he would by fighting, which I don't mm. understand that at all. I think he's made a lot of money fighting. 
At McDonald's, you get what nine dollars an hour? What's, what's the minimum wage? Eight fifty? I don't know what. Something the like that. I mean, you'd have to work. That's a lot. Of, plus, he would eat all the food because he was stoned. Mm. I mean, so I, I, I don't see he'd him. He'd be a heavyweight. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> so I don't understand. Uh, but I know a lot of guys. I remember Chris Lieben said he, he wished he he would have driven a, a truck than be a fighter, uh, but then he like took it back. Because I guess Lieben's never paid taxes yet, Yikes. and he's in all oh, ki- no. he's in all kinds of trouble with that. Come uh, on, supposedly, talk to Sonny Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but uh, so yeah. So, who do you like, uh, Grizel or Mike Ricci? Grizel, George Grizel. Plus, he has a live-in training partner in Zoila. I heard. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like I like George. You like George? <laughs> yeah. I want George to win. I don't know if he's gonna win because sometimes I feel like he uh, he hasn't fought in a while and. Like, but I do too want too many fights too to, with jujitsu. I, I feel like turns into like uh, this this ego battle. You know, like I'm gonna stand up. You know, he, he's getting the better of me, or he's hitting me. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna prove. I said to that. I said, well, I said George Grizel, his jujitsu is like bad Asian vagina. <laughs> I, I go, I know it exists, but I, I've never experienced it. Right? So, and George Grizel retweeted that, and then he goes, "Yeah, man, I would much rather, like you said, uh, get into stand-up wars with with subpar, uh, with like subpar strikers, and use my jujitsu." And he was being funny, but yeah, hopefully he actually uses his jujitsu this time. Well, even with Damian Maya and Rory, it's like the second round. Okay, your your takedown's not working. Go to half guard. You have one of the best half guard games in the world. You know what I mean? Six-time world champion, like. But yeah. no, I'm going to stand and, and take a take a jab. Uh, Bellator Rampage is fighting. And Bump and Pumbu, have you heard of this guy? Is it? I've heard of him. I don't know how to pronounce it. And Pumbu and King Mo is taking on Mikhail Zayats. Who? Uh, supposedly some a good fighter, Mikhail Zayats. And Diego Nunez is fighting as well against Matt Basante. Uh, so yeah, some good fights there. Uh, hopefully, Rampage and King Mo both win and they fight each other in the, in the finals of mm. the tournament. That'll how be do you fun. see that fight going? I think King Mo. I, I think back in Rampage's prime, I think Rampage mm. oh, yeah. won that won that fight. Um, but I just. I just see King Mo. I think King Mo is another guy. Uh, such a mental case. I mean, he's such a so great... So talented. I mean, everybody that I know that have, has ever sparred with him, trained with him, coached him, said King Mo is the most talented guy in MMA, or mm. at least top you know, five, but somehow cannot put it together. He, uh, you train with King Mo, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, he, he's a stud. He's... Um... So you know he's extremely athletic. He's he's very coachable too. People don't really get that. He, he's very coachable, but um, you know he, he's had some tough fights. You see some of the times he's lost, but it comes back down to strategy. You know what I mean? He, he's lost some really, really against some good good fighters. But uh, it, it just it's 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 hard to see guys who won't who haven't reached their full potential. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like it's one thing if okay I'm I'm at the top of my game and and I lose or I get knocked out. It happens, but not reaching your full potential is, is much worse. Yeah, that, that that spinning back fist you got caught with was uh, was a beautiful spinning back fist, man. But it was like uh, I think King Mo sometimes I think he was focusing too much on his boxing at that point. He was I know he was at the, the uh, with the Mayweather, Mayweather gym and you know he's uh, I mean he's a guy who took third in the country at OSU. Mm-hmm. I think he made he won a, a Division two national title at uh, Oklahoma, or Central Oklahoma, and then he went to Oklahoma State. I think he. They recruited him at Oklahoma State, so. Yeah, I like King Mo. I'm a, uh, I'm a fan. Ho- hopefully, he puts it together. I'd like to see him win the Bellator title. Um, so, and uh, finally, a lot of people were very upset with Jake Ellenberger last week. 
<laughs> over the fact that him saying that GSP could beat Brock Lesnar. So we're I just know, not going to do any drug testing here on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> uh, people were arguing that... that uh, I'll just read some of the comments, because some of them were really funny. Uh, so I can't wait Are these the same people that are like, Undertaker just put Brock Lesnar through a table. How could you say that? Well, oh, well, <laughs> okay, so Ellenberger says GSP... Beats Brock via liver kick. That was a that was the the thread title. Uh, uh, says it near the end of Adam Hunter's podcast. It's uh, MMA roasted podcast, not my podcast. Everyone's podcast, and, and he is legit serious. He was actually explaining why he thinks Brock would gas, and then he goes on. He may be suffering from brain damage, Ellenberger. <laughs> I hope that's not the right. case because he's only twenty eight and he has a bright future. Good thing Safferdine attacks the legs and not the head because Jake clearly can't afford to take any more punches. What do, what do you guys think? This is, this is from uh, Briggy. This sounds like something you would write. Uh, <laughs> Adam, no, did, you, did you write these lessons? No, I did not write that. First of all, I don't think that. I'll write. I'll write. Uh, and, then, and then someone says, this is your classic Ryu versus Zaggy scenario. Uh, is, that, is that a video game, Ryu? Ryu is from yeah, Street, Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Clearly, GSP has the speed and agility. But if Brock gets a hold of him, it's a spinning pile driver. You've already <laughs> lost when you have to bring in a video game and say, this is what would happen because <laughs> right, of this. Right. You've already lost. It brings legitimacy. It's like, it's like the guy here, here at this office. He comes over after every like Monday Night Raw and goes, did you see blah, blah, blah? And I'm like... Yeah, that's not the same thing. We cover UFC here. And he's like, no, but Brock Lesnar. I'm like, no, 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 dude. Come on. <laughs> and then somebody wrote, I think Jake has a nice butt. That was the next comment. I think, and that then was someone, Felice. And then someone says, yeah, I think me, stricter sorry. drug testing needs to be enforced on the MMA Roasted podcast. That's hilarious. I just said Because that. Jake has to be on crack. <laughs> so, and then someone says, if Ronda could beat Kane under the right circumstances, GSP would wipe the floor with Brock. <laughs> And then someone wrote, Jake was definitely on something during your podcast. Hopefully he gets out of his system before he fights Safferdine, because I don't want him failing his drug test. He's one of my favorite fighters, so I hope he doesn't let crack cocaine ruin his career. Oh. Hopefully he was just You're drunk. a crackhead now? Crack God forbid he was sober, because then he might be suffering. I guess Rory jabbed him harder than I thought. So, so, right. so, so, so then someone says, I think Brock would take GSP's life. Uh, Kale and GSP train together. Who's Kale? Kale. No, K A L E. I guess. Kale Sanderson. <laughs> I think Kale, GSP could beat Brock. <laughs> Kale Salad. Uh, he also Kale says. Then someone says. He also says Pat Frappuccino has a shot against <laughs> against Cormier. Hilarious. Pat Frapp. <laughs> you said Frappuccino. Pat Frapp. That's what somebody wrote. Pat Frapp. Oh man. <laughs> and then this goes on and on and on and on. These are pretty funny, though. They're pretty funny. I got to read those. Oh, God. <laughs> and then the power comes from technique. GSP has perfect technique. And that sports science show, GSP's punches were measured. And then someone wrote, is this real life? And then I see it like Ellenberger. And then uh, GSP wouldn't even fight Anderson. GSP cuts from 190. Not sure how much weight he would cut. If, then it just goes on and on and on. GSP hearts, punches harder than a light heavyweight. It's kicks. funny because you got like the fantasy crowd over here <laughs> talking about Street Fighter, and then you got the, the, the logical guys and like, no man, maybe like they're breaking it down. Like he's jabbing the, you know, in the. This is on the stuff. underground on Sherdog. Sure it oh. went like 80 pages even longer than this. Someone goes, That's Brock great. would hump GSP for the entire fight, win by decision, and then finally someone said uh, Hector Lombard would beat both of them. Oh, no. <laughs> So, so, so yeah, that's that was a, a very funny argument though. But just so you know, that's what's been going on. I think Jake's new nickname should be Pookie. 
Pookie, what? From New Jack City. Oh, from the crack? crack. <laughs> Jake, how would you like, to, how would you like to respond to any of these uh, allegations of you doing crack? Or, or? <laughs> that should be the little... <laughs> Jake Ellenberger does crack. Allegations. <laughs> Absolutely not. I've never touched any drugs in my life. So, But you still think GSP beats Brock Lesnar? 100%. GSP still beats Brock Lesnar. And how, how does this happen again? He, he's, he's smarter. He's, more, he's quicker. He's more intelligent. He, he wins... He wins his fight. I, I see. Yeah, but Einstein's smarter than Anderson Silva. I don't think that he's gonna. <laughs> his fight. I think fight IQ, right? <laughs> his fight yeah, IQ. Strategy, strategy wise. Strategy. <laughs> strategy. So he's got he's got better strategy. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right, people. So sorry that. I'm still, th- I'm still thinking a body shot. We'll, we'll put we'll put Brock Lesnar out. Take t- take it to Twitter and tweet at Jake Ellenberger. Yeah, tweet Ellenberger. at Jake Ellenberger. Ellenberger MMA. Please. Somebody, somebody wrote Brock wins via uh, well placed jab. That's what somebody wrote. <laughs> well placed. <laughs> so yeah, so that's GSP would rip the ugly tattoo off Brock's chest and the slap big him sword. with it. Yeah, <laughs> and slap him with it. Wow, that's 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 hard. That's that's very it's a very talented thing. Okay, so. Uh, Jake, uh, how can people find you? Where are you going to be this week? Anything you have to plug? Want to plug? Um, just you follow me at Ellenberger MMA on Twitter um, or Facebook and Instagram. Same thing. Nice. And you? At Todd Rex, T O D D R E X X. That's uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, my website, ToddRex.com. And uh, at Adam Comedian or at MMA Roasted or at Adam, or AdamHunter.com. I will be in Vegas tonight through Sunday night. At the L.A. Comedy Club at Inside Bally's. Bally's. I'm leaving right now to drive. I got a four-hour drive ahead of me. Nice. It shows at 9.30. I'm going to see Useless Gomez when I'm out there. I'm excited about that. <laughs> nice. And I'm going to see uh, Phil Baroni out there, uh, and uh, who, who should be on the show next week. And Ray Sefar, I just talked to him on the way in here. He's got back from Canada from WSOF Canada 1. And he told me to tell you hello and you hello as well. Oh, that's great. Nice that's great. Guy. I didn't uh, get a hello, though. <laughs> <laughs> he told you. <laughs> Shout out to my, my boy, uh, Kenny Roxon, too, for winning the, uh, the 450 main this, this last weekend. Oh, nice. 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 Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's looking rookie. good, man. Is he riding red? Yeah. He is. He's the rookie this year, but man, he's yeah, the he, second race he won. He was he won. killing in the two fifties. Oh, and, and I know. Uh, yeah. Also, DJ. A lot of people yeah. they tweet me when's the podcast going to be up. Oh, how come this? Can I just give him your Twitter account? And yeah, let's, 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 Why don't you tweet me at DJ Shrope S H R O P E and ask me so ask you don't have to harass Adam and then Adam will text me a hundred times in one night saying to this no person with no just, answer. Just ask me <laughs> when is it going up, and I I tell him tonight or tomorrow morning, yeah. especially when it gets edited and, and done. Okay, if Jake doesn't say anything that we have to take out, you know. So I I will forward that to you. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and have a great week. Thanks, Fox Sports. Later, Fox Sports. Love you guys. Later. Later.